Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Chandler, or the Geek Slays, and welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode 116. We're back with, I guess it's Miller football now, right? Yes, sir. It's Miller football now. It is no longer Bears cool. Feels weird. I like it, though. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. I guess I shouldn't say it's weird. Uh, it's just... Either way, I didn't really call you by either of those names. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I typically just go by David. I'm, right. I'm not a big fan of the oh, going by your, your moniker or whatever. I mean, you can if you want, but sure. it's just easier to go by my real name. For sure, for sure. For sure. So, with the draft now wrapped up and some more some moves being made, what are we? Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about the Bears offseason so far? Well, here's the thing with the Bears, right? Going into this offseason, they had nothing. They, they had absolutely nothing. Cap space was very limited. They had no assets, no first-round pick. I think they went into the draft with five picks or something like that. Yep. But Poles has managed to come out with upgrades across the team, like legitimate upgrades. You got a better center. Uh, you're, you're doing better at your slot receiver. You're doing a lot better in your secondary. It went from like the worst group on the team to probably the best at this point. Uh, you, you got better linebackers. You got better depth up front. You got better depth on the offensive line. Like all things considered, it's really been a good offseason for Chicago. Like I, I don't understand these claims that the Bears don't care about fields. I don't understand these claims that the Bears have one of the worst drafts across the across the league. It's just ridiculous to me that people are looking at what Chicago had and what they're coming away with and thinking that was a bad job. I, ju I just don't get it whatsoever. Hmm. Uh, so I, I get a lot of the points, right? Like to a degree. I agree with you. The Bears have done well with what they could yeah and i'm sorry currently i hate the people who are like well, why don't they go get you know one of those star receivers in free agency currently yeah. they don't want to come to chicago why would mm -hmm. they want to fields is unproven your coach is unproven the roster's not mm -hmm. great why would you want to come to chicago right now mm -hmm. you need a like next year if fields balls out and then you have what are they gonna have Polls opened up like 140 million in cap space next year. I think it's down from 140, but it's still like 120 some. Right. Like, so like ridiculous money. If Fields balls out, you got room to go get mm -hmm. whatever you need. Right. And also on that same track. So I saw Matthew Spawn Hours video on this last night, but I also talked about it yesterday as well. He he had said, like, how bad does Justin Fields have to be for people to blame him? Because the narrative's already starting that, like, oh, well, he's probably going to be bad because his team's bad. Mm -hmm. But, like, if Fields comes out and just doesn't show a single sign of improvement, which I don't think will happen. We've talked about this. I love Fields. Right, right. But if he doesn't show a single sign of improvement, he's the same guy or worse. You still have all that cap space, and now what? A top pick in one of the most quarterback-heavy yeah. draft classes in a while? Yeah. Like, the Bears are in a decent spot, whether everything works, some of it works, or none of it works. Bears are right. still in a decent spot. 
and you know, at the very least, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think Fields is going to come out and be terrible or anything like that. I think Fields is going to prove a lot of people wrong. And when that happens, they're still going to end up with a top pick. And it's another class where there's a lot of really good receivers up at the top as well. Yep. So if Chicago really, you know, if guys like Debo Samuel and uh, all these other receivers that are projected to potentially be free agents, if they don't hit the open market, Chicago can still go out and get like a Josh Downs or a Jackson Smith and a Jigba or, you know, someone of that caliber in the first round next year in the top 10 picks. And all of a sudden, th- this whole narrative that... uh like I said, Chicago doesn't care about fields and they don't want to put help around fields. It goes away because they were clearly just waiting in offseason to do it. Chicago was just not in a position to get any real big receivers this year. Like when they picked, I think the two best receivers on the board were George Pickens and Sky Moore. And George Pickens, as much as I like him talent wise, there's clearly issues with him. There's a reason he fell to 52 being like a top five receiver in the class talent wise. And Sky Moore, as much as I like him, I, I just don't think he necessarily fits the type of offense that Getsy's trying to build. Like, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He, I, I just don't feel like he, he meshes with what he's trying to do. So that wouldn't have been a good pick either. And instead you get probably the best corner on the board at 39. And then you get the best true safety, not named Kyle Hamilton in the class at 48. People are looking at that as a loss and it's, right. it's just insane to me. So you know what the like, loss is? It's twofold. You're forgetting the true best receiver who was on the board. Alec Pierce. Oh, Alec Pierce. Yeah, I like Pierce as well, but there's, I think 39 would have been too early to take him. And at 48, he He was, was he gone at 40? No, he went at 53. Yeah, but with Brisker sitting there at 48, I mean, you're looking at a receiver who in his own right, as much as I like him, he does have some questions surrounding him. Um, not like more so to do with his production and how much he relied on Ritter versus how much was actually him producing. So at least from what I've seen, that's that's the big gripe I've seen against him. And I mean, watching the tape, it, I I definitely see it to a certain extent as well. Sure. So you're looking at that versus Jaquan Brisker, who is like I said, a complete safety. He he was my second, no third safety in the class behind Hamilton and Hill. And Hill, I think, is more of like that hybrid guy. So in terms of a true safety, the second best guy in the class. Him sitting there at 48 when, you know, you got to find somebody to kind of pick up the slack for Eddie Jackson back there. That's fantastic value. And people are looking at that as a terrible pick. And it, it just blows my mind that people don't understand how important that pickup is for them. It's not important. You have the best safety in football in Eddie Jackson. That was a waste of a pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, the... Eddie Jackson! <laughs> Don't even get fucking started. I on love Eddie, Eddie Jackson. Jackson. I hope he continues to start. I'm repairs. sure you do love Eddie Jackson. I want to keep watching sure JJ and Adam just absolutely torch him every game. Yeah, I'm sure you do love Eddie Jackson, even though some <laughs> of his best highlights have come against Minnesota. That's also fair. Yeah, but he <laughs> like... hasn't been that guy for three years, so. Oh yeah, true, true. But who knows, maybe. <laughs> Like the optimist in me, the (laughs) optimist in me looking at it. Listen, I don't like Eddie Jackson. I don't like what he does. But the optimist in me looking at what Brisker brings to the table is kind of like, okay, Eddie Jackson kind of has Adrian Amos next to him this year. Sure. And the last time he had Adrian Amos, obviously not the same exact player, but the same type of guy. Good in run support, has a nose for the ball, not afraid to get physical type of guy and could also kind of hold his own in coverage. So 
when you have Brisker and Jackson back there, this is the first time he's had a guy like that since Amos. And back then, Jackson was just kind of able to do whatever, just kind of run around and find the ball in the pass game and make plays and whatnot. So if they can find a way to let Eddie Jackson do that again this year, maybe he won't be terrible. But that's a big if, obviously. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to pick points out of this team because it's I don't, rough. I yeah. don't know. Like, I, the future's bright, but this year mm-hmm. doesn't feel too bright. No, They've no, made not at all. They're probably going to finish last. I was going to say, they're, they're gonna not going to compete. Last in the division. Not really. Yeah. I'm, the Lions have made some moves, mm-hmm. man. I, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say the Lions could finish second in the division, but I don't think Green Bay falls that far. I really don't, as much as I want them to. Listen, I'm going to give you a hot take right here right now. I said this on my podcast the other day. The Detroit Lions have a legitimate shot of making the playoffs this year mm-hmm. and making a little bit of noise, depending on how far Jared Goff wants to take them. Right. They have done so well this offseason with, you know, completely, I don't want to say fleecing the Vikings, but getting that the Vikings to make a questionable decision and get yeah. Jameson Williams and also get Aiden Hutchinson, who's a cornerstone of your defense. And then going in, they got a, also they get they ended up with Josh Pascal, who is like one of the meanest dudes in the entire draft and feels like a Dan Campbell player. And then they got DJ Chark. They got Kirby they, Joseph in round three. Also. They got Kirby Joseph, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the 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 Lions made moves. They really did. Like I mean said, and, they to me right now might have the most complete receiving room in the NFL. No, yeah. they, they don't that's, have that's a, a Justin statement. Jefferson or a Devontae or whatever. But, no. like, DJ Chark is a true X. He's your possession mm-hmm. guy. Jared Goff just has to get it within five yards of dude, and he's going to go get right. it. Right, right. Then you got Jamison, who's your speed threat, mm-hmm. who's just going to burn everybody. Does Jared Goff have the arm to use a burner? We'll see. But... <laughs> Then you have Amon Ross St. Brown, who is already arguably a top five slot receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, the and then you have a good tight end in TJ Hawkinson and a good mm-hmm. O-line, good running backs. The defense like I said, improved a ton just from Hutchinson and Pascal. It just depends on how far uh, Goff wants to take him this year. If we get like that... I don't know, what would it have been, 2017, 2018, Jared Goff, those first two years where he was actually a decent quarterback? Lions could make some noise, but then if we get last year Jared Goff or Jared Goff is last year with the Rams, then they're probably going to suck again. But... Or true year one Jared Goff when he didn't know which direction the sun rose. Yeah. In, so. yeah. The Lions have a shot. That's insane to say, but they, ha- they have a shot. I'm not saying they're a contender, but and I they love can slip into the playoffs and win a game a or two. Culture. Oh my God, the culture in Detroit is beautiful. Uh, it much, is, oh it is beautiful. As much as I hated watching them beat the Vikings, everything about that moment was cool, mm-hmm. except yeah. for the fact it was my team that just got embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> you should be honored for the like, sacrificial lamb watching all of it go down was just awesome and i'm pretty sure that's what cemented us getting rid of zimmer so i'll take it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean like i said y'all were just the sacrificial lambs to the dan campbell experience right and oh, 
Detroit, what they're building over there, it just feels like old school football, and I love it so much. It really does. It's beautiful. It's like, it's like they're a team out of time, but they're also probably going to manage to make it work because they're just modern enough. Right. It's beautiful. I cannot stress enough how much I love Dan Campbell and everything he's doing over there. And I hope to God, because Matt Eberflus is that same type of coach, but not quite as intense. He's not going to bite anybody's kneecaps off, but he's very much a... That's why the Bears will never be better than the Lions. They're not biting any kneecaps. (laughs) No, they're going to go for elbows. They're going to go a little higher. That's going to be our gimmick. No, but... uh, Oh, oh, go ahead. Going high is not the way to go. It's not the way to go, but you got to get what you can get. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Eberflus is that same type of guy that's very no-nonsense, very hardworking, in-your-face. Like I said, just not quite as aggressive or flashy with it. And that's been Chicago's biggest issue, among 50 other things, has been their discipline and their effort. Under Matt Nagy, you know, we saw guys throwing hands in the middle of games and shit with Javon Wims and Anthony Miller and guys just taking every other play off. And ironically, Khalil Mack was one of the big ones for that. And none of that is going to be happening under Eberflus, which is so refreshing because at the very least, if my team's going to suck, I want them to at least go out there and try right. and act like they care. Because under Matt Nagy, they gave up so quick every year. It was just once they lost like three games, it was like, okay, we're done. We're done. Khalil Mack's going to hurt something, sit out for the rest of the year. Allen Robinson's going to hurt something. Eddie Jackson's going to kind of dance around there and do whatever the hell he does, and that's going to be the end of it. And I'm just so glad that's over. Even if we suck this year, we'll suck with dignity. There you go. There you go. I don't know. The Bears intrigue me. I, I don't know. I just hope, I somehow hope the Bears just overperform. And the Packers just suck. I want the Packers to finish last in the division. It won't happen because be Aaron Rodgers is that guy, but, uh, yeah. Hey, maybe I'm wrong about Christian Watson and he sucks. Honestly. That would go a long way to helping that. Okay. He's a guy that does have that potential. He's very boomer bust in He's my opinion. He's very Marquez Valdez scantling, and I don't know how much that helps the Packers. Yeah, I mean, MVS is like the easy comp for him. I'm not good with comps, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you someone else. But I I feel like, if anything, he would be like MVS on roids in the sense that I think he can be a lot better than MVS. But he does have that same type of frame, same type of build, same type of play style. Right. So I suppose that's it's a fair comparison. It's just he's better. So looking at I want to switch to the Vikings for a second. I know you want me to come on your show and talk about it, but I think our audience is very enough mm-hmm. that it's not going to hurt right, anybody right. too much. It's <laughs> your show. Fair, but still. So, the Lions trade. Yeah, so you think we got fleeced as well, huh? I don't. I think fleeced is a harsh word. I didn't love it for the Vikings. What, what exactly did you get back for it? You moved back, what, 20 spots. Yeah, we moved from 12 to 32. We picked up pick right. 34 and I think a third round pick, maybe. We got another pick out of it. Yeah, uh, the pick two in the third round. So we got 66 yeah. or whatever. Oh, the pick you wasted on a linebacker that doesn't know how to tackle? We'll get into that one in a moment. I hate Brian Osamoa so but, much. But really? Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I know why you hate him, though, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. 
but I, the reason I have such a problem with it, it would have been a beautiful trade if we didn't give up pick number 46 as well. Oh, yeah, you guys had to give up more than just that pick, didn't you? Yeah, like, yeah, see? if we would have got their first, second, and third for pick 12, yeah. we win. Yeah. But because we threw in 46 for some reason, it just feels mm -hmm. awful. Yeah, that's no bueno. Then on top of that, listen, this, this is another thing that I don't like. I hate interdivision trades. Fair. Like, they just don't... This is how I like to put it. It's a little bit graphic, but... In-division trades are like the NFL equivalent of incest, in my opinion. It's just disgusting. It's not right. It shouldn't happen. And I hate it. And the Vikings were guilty of it twice this year. Twice. So they're on my shit list right now. And we gave two teams in our division really good weapons while yeah. our secondary is ass. Yeah. It's improved. Two of the top five receivers on my board. <laughs> two of the top five receivers on my board went because of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. The Packers trade... I don't hate as much, like value wise. What was that full trade? Uh, it was pick thirty-two for I think fifty-three and fifty-nine, fifty-six. Okay, two yeah, second round yeah, picks okay. for the one. It's like at least value wise, it's there. Yeah, yeah. But man, my bigger issue is basically that trade amounted to us getting Lewis Seen. Those two trades, I should say, Lewis Seen, mm -hmm. Andrew Booth, and Brian Osamoa. Had we just held our picks where they were, we could have just had Kyle Hamilton, Andrew Booth, and Leo Chanel. Right. So I, I don't <laughs> love it because that's a much better draft, man. Or N'Kobe Dean. I don't care. Yeah. I I mean, I like Lewis Scene. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, Scene is good. Scene is good. But we had a chance at, you know, giving Harrison Smith another generational safety talent. Right. That could have been nuts. Mm-hmm. So glad you didn't do that, by I'm the way. Pissed. So glad. Uh, the Bears don't need to worry. Harrison Smith can cover your entire team without trying, so... That's not, not true. We can't cover Darnell Mooney. Harrison can't Smith cover... has to hit Darnell Mooney once, and he might never play again. That's if he can catch Darnell Mooney. Don't question Harry the Hitman. <laughs> I am going to question him in his old age. I don't think he can keep up with him or uh, Valus Jones Jr. at this point. Valus Jones has to worry more about Eric Kendricks than uh, Harrison Smith. Because I don't <laughs> think he's going to be going deep at all. He's going to be going over the middle right to Kendricks. Mm, I don't know. He's a shifty little fucker. And He'll figure it out. You know, you know we know <laughs> no. Justin Fields doesn't see Kendricks very well. Kendricks nearly killed him last time. Oh, yeah. On one fluke, dirty yeah. hit. Okay. It was not a dirty hit. Come I'm going to stand on, by man. it. Was I'm going to stand by the fact that it was a dirty hit, even though it wasn't. Okay. You know what? I'm you can stand say by the fact it as long was. as you acknowledge that it wasn't. Yeah. You can say whatever the fuck you want. We don't. It was fine, but fuck Eric, fuck Eric Kendricks. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, Can't be hitting my quarterback like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, so speaking of Kendricks, Brian Asamoah to me isn't Eric's, Eric Kendricks clone. Their play style is exactly the same. He's like if Eric Kendricks couldn't tackle. Okay, but you can like, teach the man to tackle. Yeah, you can. Listen, okay, his big thing with me is his form is the worst form I've ever seen. 
like you were talking about earlier, you got to go low in yeah. any instance. I don't think he understands that concept. Because when I was watching Asamo on film, anytime it was, you know, unless he was like diving at a guy or something and he physically could not go high, if it was a straight up tackle, he was like putting people in headlocks. Sure. And you can't do that at the NFL level. You're not going to get away with it. He's... You are going to run into a half decent running back and get your shit rocked the first time you try to do that. He's not big enough to try to do that either. He's only right, six exactly. foot two twenty six. He's not He's a converted safety trying to do that. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, yeah, you... oh, go ahead. Sorry. The nice thing is, outside of not only do we have a good defensive coordinator, I think fixing your tackling form. I don't know if there's a better linebacker group to learn from than Jordan Hicks yeah. and Eric Kendricks. Yeah, that's valid. I feel like Minnesota is a solid spot for him to go to, but. Man, know, Leo Chanel me... was on the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. Let's talk about that because you passed on probably the third best linebacker in this class, and maybe the first in Nicobe Dean. I had them as one in three. Personally, right. I had them as one in three. So you're you're passing on the two of them, and I understand Dean's undersized, and he's got this injury concern, and I I don't know what the hang up is on Chanel. Dude's two hundred fifty pounds and ran a four or five. Right. And hits like a fucking truck. Like, who ended up with Chanel? The Chiefs? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think the NFL's rigged. I don't buy this shit. The Chiefs and Chanel Ravens had way too a... good of drafts for it to not be rigged. Chanel is going to be a fucking animal at the NFL level. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the intensity, the, I, the drive, uh, the willpower. He's got everything. I was just picturing, you know... Being able to drop Kendricks in coverage yeah. and just leave Chanel to do all the run stuffing. It yeah, been that so would have been gorgeous. perfect. would have been perfect for Minnesota, but instead you've got two coverage, coverage linebackers, one of which doesn't have any idea how to tackle yet. I was going to say, at least Kendricks, we can play him in the run stuffer role. It's just not what he's best at. Yeah, yeah. Because he might be the best coverage linebacker in the NFL. He's up there. So yeah. I, I hate the idea of not letting him do that anymore. Mm -hmm. But I guess maybe that's what we got Jordan Hicks for. I don't, I don't know what maybe. the plan is. This is going to sound really stupid. I should know this, but I don't know it offhand. Are you guys running a 3-4 or 4-3 right now? I think we're moving to a 3-4. Okay. That makes that even worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you could have gotten away with... Um... With keeping Asamoah's like weak side linebacker and then putting Kendricks in the middle and having someone like Jordan Hicks as a strong side backer. But if you're running a three, four with that group of linebackers, unless you're, I guess you're going to be doing a lot of rotating. A lot of rotating. Know, and I think yeah. honestly, Asamoah is going to end up playing less linebacker and more like nickel safety. See, that would make a lot of sense for him. That, to if me, you do that's that, what he I would think work a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like he fits a lot better as a safety in the NFL. Screw it. We're going to put Harrison Smith as our other linebacker. He can handle it. That would be better than Asamoa. <laughs> marginally. That would be marginally better. Oh, God. Yeah, the Vikings draft is weird. And then they drafted Ed Ingram in the second round. The guard out of LSU. LSU, yeah. The terrible human. Uh, I don't want to get into it, but... Wait, really? Um... I'll find the, I'll find the article and send it to you. It. I'll look it up. So, yeah. no, I've mentioned it before. I just got to go 
very PC with it because you know internet. Oh no! It's, oh, uh, yep, there it is. Oh yeah. no! Oh so, no! Technically, I, I gotta say this because otherwise people they, will get mad. They were at me. dropped. There were no charges, so legally oh, he's it's innocent. Even worse. It's it's open worse. the article and it's even worse. It's worse. Oh no! Ew. But he didn't get charged, so apparently that makes it okay, according to people. Look at the Deshaun Watson conversation. I was under 14? So, if I remember right, though, I do want to say this was in... I don't know how old dude is now. He was he was just, just shy of 16 when the incidents occurred. So, that makes it a little weirder to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because it's not like he was 22, right? They're in the same age oh. bracket. They're in the same school. It's just the yeah. whole thing of, you know. Yeah. Those are children. So was he, though. I don't care. Children are children. I don't care if ch- it's still I know. bad. I do- I'm still not saying. I still I- called him a shitty human. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. He was also a child. So. There's no way to look at and be like, well, at least, no, he's, right. he's gross. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, so you got two solid. So, so let's look at this. First round, you're solid. Second round, first pick, you're solid. Second round, second pick, you draft a disgusting human, and then Inosimela. Yeah, and then we take a <laughs> Caleb Evans out of Missouri over Jalen Armour Davis out of Alabama. He went the next pick. Oh, which bugs me. Yeah, I wanted Armour Davis looking, so bad. I was looking at a Caleb Evans, and I was like, that's not too bad, but if it... Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. We hit the first two, and then it all just kind of seemed to fall off course. Yeah. You ended up with Ty Chandler, though. I love Ty Chandler. Cool. He's our no. running back six. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Like, I guess that is the only downside he's of He's not it. seeing the field, bro. That... That's the second time in two years y'all have drafted one of my favorite players in the class well, from UNC. Who did we get last year? Surratt. Oh. Oh, we yeah. Love Chaz Surratt. Love him. I don't know how he's doing in the NFL. I don't even know if he I played for you guys last year. Yeah, I don't but know. I love Chaz Surratt. And then my other guy this year, Jeremiah Gemmel, another linebacker from UNC. He ended up as UDFA in uh, San Francisco. I love them UNC linebackers. You know what shocks me? Sorry. No, Uh, you're fine. Go ahead. What's his name? Chad Muma, the linebacker out of Wyoming. Mm -hmm. I like him. He's a good player. Yeah. Going over Dean and Chanel. Just just (laughs) wild. Dean, I can get just because, like I said, the size and the injury are apparently a big time concern for GMs right now. Chanel makes no sense. Right. Chanel makes absolutely no sense. Um, Dean, I mean, listen, I love the guy. I, literally, he's like Roquan Smith Jr. to me when I watch him play. But I don't know. I guess I guess the injury stuff is a lot more serious than we all thought it was. Like that came out last second, too. It feels it a lot up. like Laramie Tunsil. Just something <laughs> weird coming out the day of the draft. Yeah. And he said he was fine when that stuff came out. He he said he felt fine and he wasn't having any issues with it anymore. Right. So I don't know. 
Great pick for Philly, though. I had I him it. going. I had them taking him in like the first round at like pick seventeen. The most first people couple did, but I knew Philadelphia yeah. and Howie Roseman is too dumb to take a linebacker that early. So, well, I mean, it worked out for him. Oh, I mean, somehow it always does. It seems to. And amazing. they got they got Jordan Davis and AJ Brown out of it too. Yeah, it's some bullshit. Yeah. Fucking Philly, Philly but like. Hell of a draft from them, too. Hell of a draft, but fuck Philly. Not a fan of Philly. Not so what, what else did the Vikings do here? You got Speedy Naylor. I liked him a lot yep. at Michigan yep. State. You got Vidarian Lowe. Vidarian Lowe. I know nothing about Illinois him. boy. He's an Illinois boy. That's the only reason why I know anything about him. I liked him. I think that's him getting him in the sixth. I had like a fourth-round grade on him. Getting him in the sixth is pretty solid. So... I don't know. My dream draft, I know I made a video about it, but I don't know if you saw it. Let me see if I can find the... Um, I downloaded, like, the what I had for them. But, I don't know. My dream draft did not come true at all. Uh, not even close. Didn't end up with a single one of the players I was dreaming for, I don't think. Uh, maybe Andrew Booth, actually. Big Andrew Booth guy. I I had Booth him as the third third guy in the class. The third corner in this draft class, I think. I gotta look at my corner rankings. I can't remember where I had him. I had him high though. Obviously. Mostly because I don't love Elam. Not a huge I don't love player. Elam either. Okay. Not either. I had Elam low. Good. Yeah, I had him. Okay, I don't know when I made this list, but that's fucking wrong. Okay, I, yeah, I definitely, oh, I definitely changed this ranking at some point because this is this is just wrong what I'm looking at here because I got Roger McCreary at CB three. There you go. And Tyler Gordon at eight. Yeah, that's that's there not right. I, I, I probably would out here. I probably realistically would have had Booth at like four over McCreary here and behind McDuffie, Stingley, and Gardner, and I would have had Gordon at like five or six. See, I don't. I, love I think McDuffie. that's real. I really don't. I liked McDuffie. I liked what I saw out of him. So I guess the next question I have for you is: What team do you think had the best draft overall? Ooh. Let's see if I agree with you or not. I mean, I, I think I got to go with the easy answer. The Jets blew me away. Oof. Jets Oof. absolutely blew me away. I don't have the Jets in my top two. Might not even be in my top three. Really? Yeah. To me, the undisputed best draft is Baltimore. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Hamilton and Linderbaum are two top five prospects overall. Mm -hmm. Then you get David Ajabo, who might have been edge three pre -injury. I forgot Ajabo even went there. Holy shit. And I love that fit so much. Then you get I Travis Jones at D-Tackle. Yeah. Then you get Daniel Falele. Travis Jones go to the Ravens? I thought he yeah. went to the fucking Texans. No, he went to the Ravens. They also got Daniel Falele. Also got Jalen Armour Davis. And they got a Isaiah Likely, the tight end out of Coastal Carolina, who okay. I had as tight end too. The Ravens just... Okay, yeah, I can get behind oh. that. 
then I, I mean the Eagles got to be up there when technically yeah, your draft absolutely. class includes AJ Brown, you win. Right. They're the only team that got a proven guy in this entire draft. And then I would put the Chiefs above the Jets. That's fair. Chiefs did have a great draft getting McDuffie, Karlaftis, and all. Sky Moore, Brian Cook. Oh, I forgot they got Cook too, yeah. Yeah, Darian Kennard, the guard out of Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Like they, I don't know, man. The Jets did great their first four picks, and then nothing else was great. Maybe I am overrating them because their first four picks. Let me look here. Yeah, because they got Gardner, Wilson, Johnson, Hall. I'm not a big... I love Rucker. Rucker's really good. Ohio State just sucks. They don't use tight ends. Yeah, yeah, that was the problem. Ruckert was great. He just didn't have the production because of the system he was in. Yep. But now going to the Jets, I mean, tight He's end not is a young get quarterback's the production best either. friend. I don't know. I think a, the way I look at it, a young tight end is a is a quarterback's best friend. I guess they did get Uzama and which... Tyler Conklin. They have baby girls. They got Brandon Conklin. Too. What the fuck? So uh, the the Ruckert pick makes no sense. Okay. Yeah. He's tight okay. End I'll three, give you that. Then. Maybe four. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a weird pick. Maybe they're gonna trade yeah. Conklin back to Minnesota. I'll take him. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's fair. I wasn't thinking about the tight end room they currently have. Like I love him as a prospect, but just in the tight end room, it's weird. Yeah, they're trying oh. to be the Bears from a few years ago, going to the season with ninety-eight tight ends on the oh. roster. And the Bears had every reason in the world to do that. I don't understand why they get so much shit for it. They didn't have every reason in the world to yes, have that did. many Our tight, tight end. end room was dog shit. They had to figure it out. That's one oh, of the man. few like goofy oh. things of the Ryan Pace era where I'm like, okay, I can see why that happened. So I wouldn't have done it personally, but like I understand it. So I've learned the way to find the dumbest NFL fans. The Bears Twitter? No. Make the draft hat videos on TikTok like I do. Because uh, they yeah. want to question you, you and think they're smarter than you on every single pick. Yeah. And then you explain to them why they're wrong and they just disappear. <laughs> like they were so willing to go at you. And then you hit them yeah. with something and they just gone. gone. Well, see, that's the thing. They come in and they think they say something smart and then someone like goes against them. And like, oh, okay, well, I don't fucking care. I'm right. You're wrong. I don't care. Right. I, I get a lot of people like that, too, because I like to stitch yep. dumbasses yep. on uh, TikTok. Like, uh, what's his name? The fantasy football AZ dude. Yeah. Dude's a yeah. literal stooge. Um, and I and I duetted, or not duetted, stitched one of his videos because he said Justin Fields was the biggest loser of the NFL draft. And I, I, I said something about him. And every comment is either someone being like, don't listen to that guy. He's a fucking idiot and you're wasting your time. Or, well, well the Bears drafted a 25-year-old wide receiver, so they're bad. Who were they supposed to take at that pick? Right. Uh, exactly. Like, I, like, listen, and I I agree like with not taking Jones a receiver pick. early unless it was Alec Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was the only yeah. guy after the first round I still liked. You don't like George Pickens? Not at all. Just because of the off the field stuff? Yeah, I don't think. Okay. I don't That's think he's actually going to play in the NFL. 
for very I'm long. I'm starting to feel that way too. Did you see the video of him when he got drafted? Dude, yeah. <laughs> Dude's that man a is psycho. Not, it's Antonio Brown. He's Antonio Brown. But I He's don't Antonio think he Brown has the high frame. end of Antonio Brown. I see. I. I don't know. I, I think talent-wise, that dude is... He's insane Antonio on the field Brown and off the field. Antonio Brown has an argument for being the greatest receiver well, to yeah, ever play. Yeah, okay, fair, fair. I, I guess if we're going to get really into it. Like, I know he's I not that guy now, but, like, he was that guy. He's not too... I mean, he's not too bad right now, either, if he could stay no. on the fucking field. If he wasn't so insane, it'd be fine. Yeah. Like... Listen, if, if he wasn't fucking mentally insane, I would be fine with the Bears taking a shot on him if he would be willing to come here. But that, like you said earlier, that's the thing. Nobody wants to come here. Like, realistically, well, out of the free agent receivers, our best bet is like Will Fuller. I wouldn't want him there with Fields. Good God. So, well, like I said, if he wasn't insane. Right, right. Like, like if, why if we're I just talking. I think in, Julio would be dope for the Bears. I know you don't like He's that, not going to go there. No. no. At this point, listen, I didn't like it earlier because I thought we were going to end up with a receiver in the draft that would play that role. Sure. But sure. since we didn't get like a true X guy, because I still don't think Mooney's an X. Since right. we didn't get a true X guy, I would be perfectly okay with bringing in Julio Jones, but he's not going to want to come. He's I not see gonna him come going to, to Colts. Yeah. And suddenly their weakness in the receiving core is now a strength. M. Pierce Pittman. Yeah. Jelani Woods at tight end now. Maybe. And Mo Ali Cox. Greatest Mo name Ali in the Cox. NFL. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's 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 top ten. It's up sure. there. It's up there, but I don't know if I'd go with the best. Former Chicago Bear Haha Clinton Dix might I have mean, a beat. I mean Haha Clinton Dix is pretty great. <laughs> we all forget about Ha. I will never forget about Haha. He gave me one of my favorite football memories ever. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's just like Only Case Keenum is always gonna have a special place in my heart. Yeah. Oh god, That's... fucking Case Keenum. Case better than Kirk Cousins, Keenum. Honestly, he might be. <laughs> That's another way you can find dumbasses on TikTok to kind of loop back to what we were trying to talk about. If you say anything about Kirk Cousins that's negative, oh yeah, they come in fucking hordes. They don't even care that you have actual facts to back up what you're saying either. They're just like, Kirk, dude had yeah. numbers. And I bring up the thing that you told me that still blows my mind, that he is unwilling to throw the ball deep and has gone on record saying as much. Yep. And the fact that multiple coaches he's worked with have told him that, you know, um, Gruden back when he was in Washington was the same way that you said Zimmer was. Gruden, like, apparently used to get into screaming matches with him at practice when he wouldn't throw the ball deep at practice. Right. That's how bad it is. No, he, he puts up good numbers, and he has a decent PFF grade, so he's a top-five quarterback. Oh, man. Fucking idiots. Like, I, it's something, this is something I've been saying. Kirk has the talent to be a mm -hmm. top-five quarterback. Like, he's he not He just doesn't bad. have the mentality. Right. He just has the mentality of a backup. It's like Jay Cutler. No, see, maybe, Jay maybe Cutler has degree, but. He had the fuck it mentality. Yeah, they're they're opposite sides of the spectrum. But they're opposite, somehow like they're, it makes them the same kind of player. <laughs> right, right. Like, 
like Kirk Cousins, yeah, they're they're literal opposite sides of the spectrum. But if they could find that good medium, like Cutler could have been a top ten quarterback in yep. his prime, or at least right outside. And Kirk Cousins could be a top ten quarterback if he could get his shit together. But right, I don't know. I guess they both just weren't there mentally. I had a speaking of Cutler, I had a guy the other day try to tell me that uh, the Bears are at fault for their quarterback woes in terms of drafting guys and them not panning out, like. For some reason, it's our fault that Jay Cutler mentally was not a quarterback that was any good. Rex Grossman mentally was not a quarterback that was any good. And Trubisky was Trubisky. Like, it's <laughs> our fault we drafted them. It's not our fault that they couldn't get their shit together. No, it's just horrible scouting at that point. Yeah. I don't know. And we just got... Fun fact, fun fact. We just got rid of the scout that told Ryan Pace to draft Mitch Trubisky. And the media is flaming Chicago for it. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen that all over because, you know, apparently, I don't know what it was. They were saying something about that scout and how... He's been there for 17 years, and he was... Uh, uh, Bill Emery, who was our GM before Pace, and Pace, and our GM before Emery all loved the guy. If those three fucking idiots loved a scout, that should tell you he should be the first guy out of the building when you start over. I agree. <laughs> I Like... I, I don't know. People are fucking stupid. <laughs> I've said that like six times now, but and I, that's real, like my mantra dude. when it comes to talk about football. People are fucking stupid. Because, I don't know, it's the whole Minnesota thing, too. Like, oh, God, what was it? Andre Ingram? Is that right? Andre Patterson. Patterson. Ingram was the G League player who came up to the Lakers a couple of years yeah. ago. Don't know why that happened. <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck does Andre Ingram got to do with the Vikings? No, Andre Patterson, the defensive coordinator. Everybody was like, well, Zimmer's defense is great. Zimmer really liked the guy, so you got to keep him. It's like nobody on that team cared about anything Zimmer had to say anymore. Right. We need to get rid of every connection to Zimmer. Yeah. People get, people get weirdly caught up in loyalty to the wrong people, which I'm guilty of it sometimes i won't lie to you See, but but then they get oddly caught up in not being loyal to the right people right like right. minnesota fans saying we should move on from thielen and harrison smith no <laughs> those are guys who retire in purple that is mm -hmm. how this works mm -hmm. I, d I don't care that oh you could go out in free agency and get a guy close to the i don't give a shit yeah they retire in purple that's where they belong be loyal to the correct guys. Bears Twitter had a fun little uh, oh, it was about two-day stretch where they wanted to keep Mac and trade Roquan Smith. Oh. oh. Yeah. I, I that, think that, you that was a fun it. period. No, you think we should have done it. <laughs> no, you do. Well, it's just uh, like I'm sure you want the Vikings to get rid of Smith and Thielen. I'm well, sure yeah, you yeah, do. no, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a valid criticism criticism from a from a division rival, but like right. logically speaking, who do you keep? A young linebacker who's already the face of your defense and probably top five, maybe top three at his position, or aging edge rusher who can't stay on the field for more than five games at a time. Aging edge rusher, absolutely. Right, especially when he's making quarterback money yeah. and completely holding back your team financially. Yeah. I get, I get so much shit for shitting on Khalil Mack, and I love the guy. He's one of my favorite players I've ever seen play on the Bears. I have his jersey. I have a Funko Pop of him. Huge fan. He needed to go. 
There was no world where Khalil Mack needed to be a Chicago Bear in 2022. And people are fucking idiots if they couldn't realize that. It's better for both sides because now Mack can go try to compete for a championship and we can pay somebody. Whatever. Man, the Chargers are going to be scary, I think. Yeah. Okay, so this one's important. What team that didn't make the playoffs last year do you think improved the most in the draft and has the best shot to go to the playoffs? Um, oh, fuck. Ravens, probably. Yeah, I forgot that the Ravens didn't like that's, make it. That's, so that's a valid. cheap answer because they should have made the playoffs. Right. But, I mean, with how much they improved and their division's going to be weird because we don't know if Watson's going to play the whole year and Pittsburgh's going to suck and... I don't know, Cincinnati probably isn't going to replicate the Cinderella run they had last year. See, but their O-line's so, so improved, they might just. I'm not in love with the the full picture of their O-line this year. Really? Like, Collins was a fantastic pickup. Collins yeah. was fantastic. You don't like Alex I don't Kappa? Like, it's not Kappa, it's Karras. I don't like Ted Karras a ah, whole lot. He's the guy you I, have a problem with. Yeah, like Kappa's solid. He, he's definitely better than what they had last year, and Kara's better than what they had last year, too. So yeah. they did upgrade, but it's it's not like they went from, like, a bottom five unit to a top five. They went from, like, a bottom five to, like, mediocre. I think they're a top and, half unit now. Their tackles are solid. Well, yeah, yeah, but, like, top half can still can still be, like, middle of the pack mediocre. Well, they're yeah. Like, well, I, I just yeah. mean, it. but going from maybe the worst to, you know, 14, 15, 16th best. That's good. Yeah. For that. No, yeah, it's it's big, but the that's like the only area they improved largely. Yeah. And everyone else around them got so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the Bengals going to the Super Bowl last year, I mean it it was just sheer willpower. Yeah. They wanted it more. And maybe you replicate that again this year, but now you have so many more teams you have to will your way past. Right. It was just sheer Joe Shiesty last year. Yeah. And unfortunately, you can only have one white boy of the year a year. You can't have a second. Ah, he might have multiple. He might unfortunately, be the... Unfortunately, 2023 is the year of Miller football. Ah, so, well... I'm afraid. No, see, I'm afraid. I don't know. I think you're probably in third. I think Shiesty's at second. I Who's think number the one? Alex might Pierce? be at number one. Oh, oh my God. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. You live in the middle of nowhere. You're not even in consideration. Whoa. That's what they were saying about Joe Shiesty last year, too. Cincinnati's a decently sized city. In the middle of nowhere, and no one likes Cincinnati. Don't you start with me. But it's still a populous place. You live out in, like... I always forget the fucking state. It's one of those states that doesn't exist. Wyoming. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. There you go. You're not really. You you are literally a part of a fucking like matrix grid simulation. Bro, it's not you're a real place. To me right now. No, I'm talking to a fucking AI. Ah, that's what this is. I'm a pretty shitty what? AI. Then I forget what's going on all the time. <laughs> no, but like in all seriousness, the Bengals oh, got man. better, but it's just everyone else around them got more better than they did. I know that's not proper grammar, but you know what I mean. Right. They got more gooder. Absolutely. Yeah, they they simply are more gooder. Absolutely. So I think th- 
this one's going to be interesting. If the Jets don't finish oh, yeah. with more than eight wins, it it might be time to move on from the Zach Wilson experiment. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I'm one of those guys. I think you see what a young quarterback is very early. That's why I didn't yeah. hate the Cardinals getting shipping out Josh Rosen after a year. Mm-hmm. You saw what he was. Yeah. So the Jets have absolutely built a team. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that they go 4-13 and 13 again. Unless mm-hmm. the one caveat there is like everybody gets injured. Nothing you can do there. Like that's a whole different situation. But outside of them, I mean, the Ravens are the best answer. They're easy. Yeah, they're the cheap answer though. I'm trying to think of a better one. I think... I Detroit has a legitimate case for it. Technically, I think because of the rest of the division struggles, Minnesota Mm -hmm. has a case to be that team. Yeah. Just because they, I mean, but you they could, also are cheap fairness, because they were good last year. You could say about half of the NFC for this, just because of how shitty the NFC is going to be. That's true. I think the only I, teams I, we can guarantee aren't going are what the Panthers, Falcons, Bears, Seahawks, Bears, Giants. I think that's the only guarantees. I don't know if fucking Dable manages to work miracles with Daniel Jones. I don't care how good Dable is. He's not that good. I don't know. He's not that good. Vanilla Vic might shock the world next year. Vanilla Vic is Taylor (laughs) Heineke. I don't accept this. Nope, it's it's Daniel Jones. It's not. Vanilla Vic is Taylor Heineke. He's the real Vanilla Vic. He's the real goat. (laughs) I'm sad that he's not going to start another year. I I don't know why, but I love Taylor Heineke. I I do too. I do too. I'm not saying he's a great. Honestly, I feel like Taylor Heineke is the next Fitzpatrick. He's just going to bounce everywhere, start everywhere, get, you know, seven to 10 wins everywhere he goes. And just constantly every year be on a new team. That's, that's Heineke's career arc that I'm seeing. Yeah. I could see him as a diet Fitzpatrick. I still think Fitzpatrick's better, but I, I don't know if he is. Fitzpatrick's weird. Heineke, though. You can't, you can't match Fitz, Fitz magic. It's, it's No, you can possible. just be better because Heineke magic is actually good when games matter. Heineke magic doesn't even sound as cool. It doesn't. But Fitz magic, what happens when it's the thing with Fitzpatrick? When his expectations <laughs> are to suck, suddenly he's the best quarterback in football. When he's mm-hmm. supposed to be good, he's awful. Yeah. Heineke is the exact opposite. But that's why Fitzpatrick's fun. Right. Because he likes to keep you on your toes. You can never expect what he's going to do. See, Heineke just plays to his competition, it feels like. He's playing (laughs) a bad team. He's awful. But he goes Mm -hmm. up against the Buccaneers, and he just looks better than Tom Brady all day. And it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. You get your first career start in the playoffs, and you nearly knock (laughs) off the goat. That is just... That's just mm-hmm. magic. It, see, that's that's why I like Heineke. I like any player that has a crazy like story. I'm a sucker for that shit. Like yeah. the fact that he had to email his professor and be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it to class for the exam. I have to go start for the Washington Redskins in the playoffs." Yeah. Like that's fucking insane. Commanders, <laughs> by the way. 
Oh, I'm sorry. They were the commanders at that point. I don't know what the fuck they're named at this point. And they're probably going to change their name again. I hope Dan so. Snyder's I fucking hate the, team. the commanders, bro. The commies. Yeah. Okay. Unless they do the thing where every year, week 17, we get Patriots commies. Call it the Cold <laughs> War. I think that'd be dope. <laughs> the Cold War Bowl? Yes. That Wouldn't would be that incredible. Be awesome? That would be. <laughs> they added that extra game. They might as well make a fucking gimmick out of it. Instead of I was saying, trying to make it logical, just give us a gimmicky game every year for every team. Well, I was saying, you pick a new rivalry to start. So, yeah. like, I was thinking for Minnesota, you pick the other team that can't ever seem to win in the Super Bowl, and it's the <laughs> Bills the... every year. Every year you okay. get Vikings-Bills Week 17. Okay. Patriots-Commies is a good uh -huh. one. Then it then it gets interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, there are some teams where it's tough. I think you got to go 49ers-Raiders because it used to be the Battle of the Bay. There's history mm -hmm. there. There's already mm -hmm. a bit of a rivalry. You just bring that one back. Right. I think Broncos-Seahawks because this was before your time. They used to be in the same division. They used to be rivals. So, like, right. there's some old heat there you can put back in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the big cats should all go against each other. So you should get like Panthers, Bengals, yeah, and okay, then Lions, Jaguars, that. just the big cat yeah. bowls. Um, I made a whole list think... at one time. At one point, like I planned trying... this out. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with one for Chicago, and the first thing that comes to mind is doing like Bears, Cardinals as the first two franchises. See, that's not a bad one. I'm going to see if I can find this real quick. Yeah, like, that that's not as fun, because both of those teams, I mean, at least for now, that's going to be a fucking blowout. Um, at least this year, but... No, I had one for the Bears. What the hell was it? Inter I'll just give them a fucking... Give them a third Bears-Packers game, because it's the best rivalry in all of sports. I don't know about that. Aaron uh, Rodgers Okay, fuck Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking historically. Um... Yeah, there's. I think there's some. I there was something fun you could do with the Bears. I just absolutely forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, what could Damn. you do with the Bears? Damn. Bears Cardinals again. That's that's the Bears only Cardinals one I can come up with. Bears Cardinals doesn't seem horrible, so that yeah. might be the one. Yeah. I think Rams Chargers just because it's the battle of the city. LA. Just like yeah. Giants Jets, I feel like you got to do that one as well. Yeah. Um, Eagles Steelers because again same state. Eagles. Yeah. Also yeah. Um. And then it was the same thing with the Dolphins and the Buccaneers. We have the other Florida team leaving to go play the Lions, but yeah, you got to get the two Florida teams that actually matter playing against each other. Uh. Are you dissing the Trevor Lawrence and Trayvon Walker-led Jacksonville Jaguars? I'm a big Jaguars? Trevor Lawrence guy, but I also hope he gets out of Jacksonville as quickly as possible. Well, did they did they draft a single receiver this year? No, they got Christian Kirk. Yeah, yeah. okay. Listen, where where's the shit for the Jaguars? They got Christian the Kirk, bro. Oh, they, they paid Christian Kirk, who's like the 30th best receiver in football, maybe. Made him top five money. They also got Snoop Connor, the running back out of Ole Miss. His Who? name is Snoop. 
Snoop Connor. They already they already don't know what to do with their fucking running backs. Yeah, Why they already have, have like one? seven of them. So yeah, add another one. Uh. I don't know. Maybe they no, because that wouldn't work with Christian Kirk. I was gonna say you just exclusively put Etienne in the slot. Yeah, but I, the Jaguars also have Laquan Treadwell, the best wide receiver in football. Oh, so excuse me. Was Lacroix, didn't he, wasn't he one of the ones that ran into his teammate last year? No, that was LaVisca Chenault. Ah, uh, LaVisca, the guy that but Bears that, Twitter wanted for a whole week. That is 100% not on their receiving core. It is not their receiving core's fault that it was like that. Urban <laughs> no, Meyer's offense was a war crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. So, yeah, that's that's the only offense I've ever seen that was worse than Matt Nagy's. Okay, I bl- so the Jaguars receiving room that. is Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, mm-hmm. Zay Jones, LaVisca Chenault, Laquan Treadwell, and Jamal Agnew. That's a okay, deep I receiving forgot. core. I forgot they got Zay Jones. I actually really like Zay Jones. They don't have, like, a true number one. They got a bunch of guys. But they have a nice little committee. Yeah, Yeah. they've got a nice little committee. And they got Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold. So Okay, that's valid. And their offensive line might not be awful. So. Yeah. I mean, the Jaguars are another one of those teams that might shock some people. If Trevor Lawrence takes a step. Trevor would have to be tr- the Trevor we were all promised. Year I two. think he can be. He definitely can. Especially, I, wouldn't I like Doug him. Peterson to help, like, to mm-hmm. teach him up. So, mm-hmm. so, I can see it. I love Doug Peterson. There was that He was my top candidate for Chicago. I love Doug. So, yeah, I, yeah maybe. Maybe. You know, the defense isn't awful. They got multiple Wyoming guys on that defense, so you know it's going to be great. 12 linebackers. Dude, they really do. Holy shit. That was, listen, they got what, Lloyd and Muma? Lloyd and Muma. Yeah. They already had tech. So Josh Allen's considered a linebacker. They have Jameer Jones, Deshaun Dixon. Shaquille Quarterman, Tyrell Adams, Grant Morgan. Oh, God, that's a name. Foyasade Olakun? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Foyasade Luwakon. There you go. You you know how to pronounce random names. Sometimes I I, do, I can do some names, but other ones, it's just like, who the fuck are you? It took me way too long to learn how to say Olave. I called him Chris Olav for months. Oh my months. god, really? Yeah, like, I, I'll fuck up the simple ones, Jeez. but I'll get, like, Foyasad. There you go. There's one I can't pronounce, though. There's one guy's name I can't pronounce. It's the defensive lineman the Jets brought in. Adokoski? Wait. Jets. It, it's, like... Florence Fatakoski or some shit. I'm butchering it. I might but not that, be able to pronounce that All the letters are either. there. Letters are there. Um... Well, I don't see him on this list, so that's dope. Just picked him up in uh, free agency, too. Well, it's like, ESPN's it's, depth chart thing. Let's not expect him. They have Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall on here, but... Yeah, he goes by Foley. Ah, well, Did I go. say the Jets? I said the Jets. He went from the Jets to the Jaguars. Oh, I had him backwards. I thought he went from the team. Jets. Yeah, that's <laughs> my bad. I had him backwards. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. 
Uh, I think it's Folarunsu Fadukasi. That's how I would pronounce it. But he goes by Foley, so I just call him Foley. There you go. There you go. But I don't know. Yeah. Jaguars are an interesting team. I could see good mm-hmm. things happening there. Yeah. I also I don't love the Jets picking Brees Hall. I, I love it. Listen, I think Bre- I'm a little bit biased because I think Brees Hall is Matt Forte reincarnated. Sure. And I love that. But I don't know. I think you've got a nice running back room there now. And that's kind of. You had a nice how- running back room before. Now you have a true lead back. Like, I, as a UNC fan, I like Michael Carter a lot. But if he's kind of their second guy, that running back room is so much better. And Brees Hall adds that receiving back energy to the room, receiving back potential. They already had that. They have Tevin Coleman. Fuck Tevin Coleman. Get his ass out of Whoa! here. Brees Hall solos. Brees Hall solos. Brees Hall, biggest draft bust, calling it. Biggest draft this year? Kenneth Walker better. I think Walker's better as a pure runner, but I like Hall more. I don't know. I don't Kenneth like Walker that Kenneth Walker went to the Seahawks this year. So I hate that. I hate that. See, I don't. It makes a lot of sense. It really does. If I if I'm remembering correctly, Carson and Penny's contracts expire this year, so oh, okay. they just planned the future. Even if you bring one of the guys back, like it's still a good duo. Like if they were smart, I'd sign Penny. Keep Penny and Walker. That's a good duo. Okay. Okay. Yes, I didn't know Carson's contract was about to be up. That makes a lot more sense. But also, Chris Carson has that neck injury. He might not ever play again. So you're right. You, I, Jesus Christ, I am off today. My mind is clearly somewhere else. I'm forgetting a lot of shit. No, yeah. Most people have forgotten about Chris Carson. They forget he exists. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I my brain is like 50% football, 50% finals right now. I refuse to go one way or the other. Sure. Well, I'm forgetting things left and right. But yeah, his contract <laughs> expires after this year. He's got he on, and he also is only costing them one and a half million dollars apparently. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean that that isn't bad value then if if they're just planning on letting Carson walk. Yep. I suppose Kenneth Walker isn't the worst replacement ever. It's probably one of the better ones. And Rashad Penny yeah. also does expire this year. So yeah. there's a chance Walker's the only running back in that room left next year. So Okay. That's valid. I, I can't knock them for that then. Yeah, I hated it when I heard the pick. And then mm-hmm. I like sat back for like 10 minutes and thought about it. And I was like, no, actually, that's really smart. Yeah. And plus for a year, you just have the best running back room in the NFL and it's not close. Yeah. So. I haven't gotten to do like a, a, a full on look at a lot of these draft classes yet. I've spent too much time trying to defend Valus Jones Fair. and uh, Jaquan Brisker, <laughs> which like, you know, I could go on for hours about those picks, man. I love what <laughs> Chicago did during the draft. I I, I don't want to get back into it because we're past that already, but I absolutely love what they did with what they had. And that's valid. They did yeah. as really as good as they could have. I yeah. mean, except you did pick the wrong corner, but that's fine. I'm happy that you did. I don't know. I think they're closer than a lot of people want to pretend. Booth better. Booth clears, Booth solo. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. But Gordon kind of fits the uh, 
the mold of what uh, Pole seemed to be looking for this year, which was just pure athleticism. That's fair. Like Booth is more refined, but Kyler has that well, that athleticism to him. The only reason I think Booth has a better shot of working out than maybe any of the rookie corners outside of him, mm -hmm. he's working with Patrick Peterson daily. Yeah, that's valid. Like, that's that's big for trying to help a yeah. young guy get better is a dude like yeah. Pat Pete. So Yeah, that that's that's a hundred percent valid. I wouldn't mind if Chicago and some sort of old vet to bring in to kind of mentor the young guys. Cause right now our cornerback room is young as hell. It's Johnson, Gordon, uh, Tavon young, who's only 25. Uh, fuck, Thomas Graham, I guess Stroman would be like our oldest corner. He's only like 29, 28. So currently still available. Good. Whoa. Currently still available <laughs> corners. Bryce Callahan just got signed to the yeah. Chargers, but God, after that, Callahan. Trey Waynes, Joe Hayden, Kyle Fuller, Chris Harris, Janoris Jenkins, Kevin King, you need him. Nope, I'm manifesting it right now. Kyle Fuller's coming home. Xavier Rhodes, Jimmy Smith. I don't care that he was bad last year. He's coming home. Richard Sherman, that's who you need. <laughs> no, that would be the last thing Eberflus would want. Man, okay, so what a I, fall from grace he had. I don't think Minnesota's gonna do it, but honestly, what I would give to have Xavier Rhodes and Trey Wayne's back, mm -hmm. just just for nostalgia's sake, yeah. like for the beginning of that game, trot out Wayne's road, like for the first game of the year, trot out Wayne's Rhodes and Harrison Smith, just feel like 2017 again. And then the last game of the year, you trot out Wayne's, Rhodes, and Booth. Passing of the torch moment. Right? It would be great. It'd be cool. Yeah. But, I don't know, Denver also needs to go sign one of these guys, because they let, like, their top three corners go. Outside of Sertan, obviously. Yeah. I could see Denver yeah. bringing back Chris Harris. Yeah. That'll make a lot of that sense. That feels right. And I still think there's a chance Richard Sherman joins Russ in Denver. Yeah, yeah, that would make his. Oh no, never mind. He ended up going to the Rams. I was going to say Bobby so, Wagner should go too. I, I was forgot thinking back when this all first happened, he Bobby got cut. We know uh, Earl Thomas is still out there. We know Sherm's still out there. I was like, what if oh the Broncos God. don't bring back Kareem? They just bring the Legion of Boom to Denver. No, Denver wants to contend. They're not going to try to start a bunch of old has-beens, unfortunately. Right. That's why Kareem Jackson been. is their starting safety. They're not starting old has-beens. Right. Kareem Jackson still has more gas left in the tank than, like, Earl Thomas. <laughs> not true at all. The 36-year-old does not have more gas than the 29-year-old. Do not. I'm sorry, Earl Thomas is 29? I think so. I might be off. Earl what? Thomas. No, he's 32. Okay. I thought okay. he was 29 for some reason. My bad. Okay. That's still not old. Heart attack. No, it's not old, but I just almost had a heart attack. I was like, holy shit, Earl Thomas's prime was killed. Dude, it, <laughs> or his it prime still kind of was. It was. It was very short-lived. Well, the same thing with Bam Bam Cam. Yeah. Because Bam Bam's only, he's 34 now. 
he had. Yeah. I think he retired before he was 30. Yeah. Same with Luke Keekley, I guess, but his was more uh, too many hits to the dome. Yeah, you got to respect that. Yeah. That still sucks, though. I loved Luke. Same thing with Luck. Yep. It's two, two lovable guys right there. Plus, RG3, same way, yep. kind of. I'm a big fan of Luke Keekley because he doesn't contribute to the Cam Newton hate. He tries to stop it from happening, which I love. Yeah. Like, I get it. Cam was never Peyton Manning. He was never the most technically refined quarterback. But all these people that act like he was awful bug the fuck out of me. He had one of the best single seasons any quarterback has ever had. he had a great stretch of seasons. Everybody seems to think he was just a one-year wonder. Mm -hmm. No, Cam Newton was that guy forever. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if you heard it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, yeah, Cam Newton was great, but what were you going to say? So the greatest Cam Newton story, Luke Keekley told it a couple, I think it was a couple months ago at this point. But he was like, there are guys like me, right, where I spend every waking moment I could watching film because mm-hmm. I am not the most talented guy. And I don't know football like that. I got to watch. I got to know everything mm-hmm. you want to do. He's like, then there are guys like Cam, who he doesn't have to watch film. The dude's brain just works faster than everybody else's. Yeah. He knows what's happening on a football field before it happens every time. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's like, finally, somebody not trying to tell me Cam didn't know what was going on ever. Oh, People he, trying he to pretend Cam was did. stupid pissed me off. It's like, no, dude, Cam, Cam was that dude. Injury. Literally the most most viral clip of cam newton ever is just reading a defense perfectly talking shit beforehand and then delivering talking shit the, to the clay fucking... matthews and the Packers. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know it's an easy thing to go to but i mean literally that's the cam newton moment for yeah. a lot of people and it's just him being a fucking genius in terms of football right. I love like it. the guy knew what was coming and he was still like okay watch this and just fucking Dude, did it anyway and pulled it off there is so great uh, Watch the wheel, watch the wheel. Oh, you've been watching film, huh? Yeah, me too. Watch yeah. this. <laughs> just so good. And then he just goes right into his cadence. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even fucking stutter, just right into the cadence. Smooth ass transition. Dude. And to be at to be at Clay Matthews of all fucking people. Right. I hate Clay, man. Yeah. It's like right oh. below Rogers is Clay Matthews for me. Fuck so Clay Matthews. I also have to just Huh. I think the biggest thing with Cam is he is a cocky asshole. Yeah. But I agree with Cam. Like, you know, the, why did you run a touchdown in when you were already up by 30 in the fourth quarter? And his first response is, well, it's my job. And I guess right. if you don't want me to score, stop mm-hmm. me. It's like, that's valid, though. Yeah. That's my thing with people who talk shit. You can talk all the shit you want if you can back it up. Right. Like Deion Sanders, Michael Jordan, two of the biggest shit talkers ever, both perfect at their craft. They right. had all the room in the fucking world to talk shit. Right. So if you're going to talk shit and you can back it up, go ahead. Nobody's going to stop you. It's just if like, like Eli Apple. Right. It's like currently Jalen Ramsey. You're allowed to talk shit. You've been the best corner in yeah. the league for five years. Yeah. You're allowed to be that guy. Yeah. And then as much as I hate to admit it, Aaron Rodgers, same way. Oh, absolutely. 
much as I hate to admit Brady it. Brady gets to be the same way. Like, if you're one of the top five guys at your position and you've been at that level for multiple years, yeah, you get to do by you. All means. Do you. Talk your talk. Because you you're walking walk the walk, walk already? Talk talk. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I don't know. I So, here's a hot take for you. I want to get your opinion on it. All right. Josh Allen is going to end his career the same way Cam Newton did. Ten years of dominance, and then injuries are going to force him out. I don't want to respond to it because I don't want it to happen. Uh, I'm not going like, to. You're I'm not, not wrong. Wood. You're not wrong. I don't want it to happen, but Their you're you're absolutely not. So wrong. They exactly are extremely the similar. Yeah. Except They're Josh like... Allen got Dable to help him learn how to throw accurately. Cam Josh Allen also probably has the strongest arm the NFL's ever seen. That's right. the only thing that kind of say. even though Cam Newton had a solid arm. I mean Cam Josh had Allen's a cannon, arm was but Josh might yeah. be the greatest arm of all time. His was built in a fucking lab. Yeah. Yeah, I you're you're absolutely not wrong. And I don't want it to happen cuz I, I love Josh either. Allen, but like I would also love to see Bills fans sad again because fuck Bills fans. The mixture of Josh Rosen and Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. That almost that entire draft class. <laughs> I just missed real hard. I don't even think I was trying to evaluate quarterbacks back then. So, I think I liked Lamar, and that was it because Lamar was like the big name. So I think I had it ranked where Josh Rosen was going to be the best in that class. I liked him the most. I know. I know. Oof. I had Lamar at two because I just thought he was too electric. I had Baker mm -hmm. at three because I was like, Baker isn't going to have the high-end ability that the other guys can. But I think he's the yeah. most, like, can't miss. He's just going to be an NFL quarterback. And I was right. He's just an NFL-level quarterback. He's not special. He's not terrible. He's just a guy. Right. I was very correct on Baker and Lamar. But then I had Sam Darnold, and I said, I think he could be the best in the class. But there are just some concerns here and blah, blah, blah. And I said, as a guy from Wyoming who watched a fuck ton of Josh Allen, I, I was like, he has the most talent. I don't think he's going to work hard enough to ever realize it. And he proved me wrong. I figured Josh Allen was going to be one of those guys who, like, rests on his laurels. He gets to the league and then just stops trying. I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I admit that. Yeah. Josh Allen got me. He got me good. If it makes you feel any better been the year before that 2017 i lied i did try i did try to evaluate this class because chicago was in the market for a quarterback so i had never heard of patrick mahomes sure but i didn't watch college football back then so i didn't know mahomes so i didn't even have him ranked my quarterbacks went deshaun watson number three strabisky number two brad kaya number one who exactly brad kaya <laughs> yikes he, I think he went to Hawaii, or he was, or he was Hawaiian. I don't know if he went to Hawaii. But there were a lot of like Bears guys talking about him, like he was the savior. And because I was young and naive and impressionable, I was in the eighth grade when this happened. Sure. I was like, okay, okay, this is the guy. I like the UNC kid because I'm a UNC fan. But this Kaya guy, I don't even think he. I think he went like the sixth round that year. Oh, Didn't God. make an NFL roster. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah.
don't know. People were hyping him up. The, at least the people I was looking at, which were the wrong people, clearly. Obviously. Hyping him up like Mariota levels. And part of that might have been racist just because they were both Hawaiian. <laughs> might have been. That, that is a know. weird thing <laughs> that people do that I've noticed. Like, oh, we have to compare Malik Willis to Lamar. It's like, but he's not. Right. So, he's not. To me, Malik feels almost more. I see either Russell Wilson or Josh Allen in him. I see Josh Allen. Right? That's, that's, Thank you. He's got People the traits of Josh Allen. No, he's got the traits. But And they also have the same kind of college tape. Only Josh in his explosively good moments was just better. Yeah. But, like, they both have, like, it was the Louisiana Lafayette game for Malik where he just looks he like you cannot draft him. He looked completely undraftable, yeah. Like, Josh Allen had a couple of those games where it's like, you can't draft mm -hmm. that guy. But then the next game, he'd come out and it's like, dude just threw a 95-yard in-the-air touchdown pass? Yeah. Uh, I don't care. We can make this guy work. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Malik Willis, I want to get your opinion on this. How do you feel about the Ryan Tannehill thing? Oh, man. I mean, he's not wrong. It is not oh, Tannehill's his job. Right. But right. also, it's about the only job you got left in the NFL, buddy. Maybe you want to do it. I don't well, know. Listen, listen. People aren't sharing the full quote. Because, like, what, what oh, yeah, Tannehill no. said was, like, it's not my job to mentor him, but if he picks up a few things along the way, that's great. Right, which is like the same way every it. quarterback seems to mentor yeah. people. Unless yeah. you're a Ryan Fitzpatrick guy and you know. Right. They're taking my job anyways, so fuck it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tana, I mean, I still think Tannehill's solid. You know, he's. I think Malik Willis obviously has that higher upside, but Tannehill's still like a starting caliber quarterback. You know, he he still feels like he can fight for his job. It's not like you said with Fitzmagic, who's just giving right. up and realizing what's coming. He still thinks he can fight for his job. So obviously he's not going to be like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure he succeeds and that he's ready. No, he's going he's gonna to play football. That's his prime directive. And then on the side, you know, if he teaches the young buck a thing or two that's cool right, and i'm also sure they're teammates i don't think if malik comes up and says hey man i was looking through the playbook at this play you want to help me figure out what's going on here i don't think Tannehill's gonna go yo fuck off yeah, this isn't He's fucking riverdale right he's not going to come out and be like you don't understand the highs and lows of nfl football or some dumb right. shit he's going to help him if he needs help they're teammates that's part of football but he's not going to go out of his way to be like yo no malik come here this is i don't think that's going to happen but no, i don't think he's going to be not a douche his about job it either right yeah right and hell's not a douchey guy it's just another example of fucking media twisting things i Absolutely. hate the media so much dude we I've are on... the media now though yeah, but, okay, I came to this realization recently. I feel like if you're someone who wants to be in the media, like, big time, you gotta have a platform, you gotta have something you're passionate about, right? Other than football, oh. like, on top of it, you gotta have, like, an additional thing that you wanna push. Sure. And, you know, it can be something simple, it can be like, oh, I wanna give this player the credit he deserves, I wanna give this team the credit they deserve, whatever. I sure. figured out mine recently. Oh, I figured sure. it out. I want to and this is like big like I'm, I'm taking on a broad thing here i want to make as many people that aren't straight white men comfortable being nfl fans as physically possible that's valid 
I have seen so many examples recently on TikTok of women and transgender individuals and homosexual individuals that are huge NFL fans, but they're scared to talk about it because they know someone that maybe looks like me or you is going to be like, well, do you actually watch football? Do you actually understand what's going on? Like, yeah, motherfucker, they probably know more than you. They don't look like you. They might not have played, but they most likely know more than you. And I can't stand that people see that kind of shit. Right. Like, I... You, you I, I know you saw the video I, I made did. about I the was... girl who posted something. Yeah, it, it broke my heart to see that because she's just some quiet little Boston girl who's a big Steelers fan. And I was talking to her in DMs after I watched that yeah, video. Yeah. She knows her shit. I'm she sure. knows what she's talking about but because she was like women are NFL fans, too. Everyone Dude, was just like, no, I went and looked at the comments no, on not. that video and it's I wanted disgusting. to start a fucking fight. I wanted yeah. to start a riot, dude. I, I tried to start a couple and then they wouldn't respond to me. <laughs> Dude, I hate it. Because then yeah. what sucks also is the people like that, the not like her, the really shitty straight white dudes mm-hmm. make us look bad. We, yeah, like, exactly. People are afraid to then talk to us because what if we're like them? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you and, know, it's just. Yeah. And then another thing that happened, I made a video about Trey McBride. He has two moms. His moms are, are lesbians, and they've been together yep. since the 1990s. Yep. And I saw that, and I was like, that's such a cool story. Because here you are, a lesbian couple who are parents of five children. Yep. One of their sons is going to the fucking NFL. That is awesome. I wanted to talk about it. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Why does this matter? Nobody fucking... Matter. This is important. This is huge for sure. the NFL. This is yeah. such a, a big thing. And like, yeah, it's not directly an NFL player. It's not another player like um Michael Sam. Oh my god, um, Michael Sam, and then the Carl Nassib. Carl Nassib. Yeah. Not like yeah, it's not like the two of them coming out and being gay. This is a tr- uh, a man who was raised in a same sex household. Clearly was raised correctly because I've seen interviews with the kid and he looks like a solid person. And people are trying to dismiss it like it doesn't matter. And apparently, the thing that got me even more, I I heard, like, I saw the article about this. Apparently, this isn't the first time it's happened. This is the first time anyone's cared. Ben Burr-Curvin apparently has same-sex parents. Really? Someone in my comments on that video pointed out to me because I said that McBride was the first one. Because that's what the the Today Show article I read said. That's also what ESPN said. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, Ben Burr... I can't find anything on it, so maybe it's not true, but... Apparently, Ben Burke Irvin does as well. So we so, we were talking about the Trey McBride thing the other day, and I mm-hmm. felt shitty that I had to say this because mm-hmm. it's a terrible thing to ha- have be a thing. I almost wish the story wouldn't have ran until after the draft, though. Because why, there's why? a chance because it would have affected his getting? draft. No, because there's a chance it would have affected his draft stock negatively. Yeah, you're right. Look at what and happened I, to Michael Sam. Dude was a first-round yeah. prospect and went undrafted after he came out. He, I, listen, that's 2014. I was young. Was he really a first-round prospect? He was. Going into that yeah. year, going into that class, everybody thought oh. Michael Sam was a freak athlete. And I didn't suddenly, know that. suddenly, as soon mm. as he came out, he just started falling. Mm. It that's was horrible, awful. man. That's horrible. Just thinking about that exact guy and that exact situation, I was like, I, they shouldn't have ran that story until after the draft, just because knowing the way shitty NFL front offices are, 
Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it could go bad. It didn't go bad. And I though. hate. He that. got lucky. Right. He stayed exactly where I think everybody expected yeah. him to be. He was a yeah. second round guy, first tight end first off the board. Man. So. Yeah, he lucked out with that. You're right. I didn't know that Michael Sam was a first round prospect. That's awful because he was what a sixth round pick. You said. I. Th- he might have won. I think he was a sixth I gotta round find- pick. Oh, he definitely got drafted. Did I he- remember him getting drafted. Yeah, I think I it was a sixth Michael round Sam. pick. I want to find his college stuff, though. Yeah, because I can remember watching the draft and, like, ESPN showing a picture, a video of him and his uh, his partner together when he got picked. Definitely happened. Unless I'm fucking imagining things no, because I want to right. paint a better picture. No, I think you're right. That did happen. No, no yeah. So the 2013 season, his final year at Missouri. Yeah. The dude had... 10 sacks, 18 tackles for loss, 47 total tackles. Oh, my God. Had a forced fumble. He had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Multiple passes defended. Like, the dude was nuts. The year before that, he was even pretty decent. And he just, he went, I don't, like, he was a late first, you know, second round guy probably. Yeah. But he almost fell out of the draft. Yeah, he was seventh round pick, number two forty nine. Seventh round. Okay, I knew it was one of the last two rounds. Yeah, that's that's awful. That's so, awful. I, yeah, and then yeah. poor Carl Nassib, uh, the, the girl I was talking to, her name's Celia, the one that I yep. tried to stitch her video. She brought this up, and it, it was a fantastic point. Carl Nassib's probably not going to get signed. Oh shit! He's probably not going I to get another what... option. Oh, yeah, he's God. in free agency right now. He's probably not going to get another chance because of that. Like, obviously, the the Raiders couldn't cut him. That would be a fucking PR nightmare. With everything else going on last year, there was no chance they could cut him. But letting him walk in free agency. Yeah. Yeah. But letting him walk in free agency, that's I mean, you can't like sue them over that. Like, you can't get crazy with the team letting him walk, especially since they replaced him with Chandler Jones. Yeah. It's not like they let him walk and just dealt with having nobody they went yeah, and signed were... a guy who yeah you replace him for whether you, you know no matter what the other circumstances are you take you take chandler jones yeah but man i don't like that he's not all. gonna get signed he's not she she's right he's not and it disgusts me that that's a thing that's awful. like i'm I annoyed even... at that hold yeah i don't like i that. don't Look, I'll tell you right now, as someone who's done theater for years, I, you know, the the big concern is like how he's going to be in the locker room. First of all, I can tell you right now, he might like men, but he doesn't want to fuck every man in that locker room. Right? That's not how it works. I know that's how a lot of people want to pretend that's how it works, but it's not how it works. You don't, as, as straight guys, we don't want to fuck every woman we see. Not every gay man wants to fuck well, every man he sees. Ask certain straight guys. They'll okay. tell you they don't okay. they're fucking well, gross. But... Yeah, the average, normal, sane, human? not Harvey Weinstein human does not want to have sex with every oh, single person God. of the sex that they're attracted to. That's not how it works. Right. I can tell you right now, as someone who's done theater for years, theater is a very, you know, mixed bag of sure. people in terms of sexualities and gender identities and whatnot. I've shared changing rooms with tran- transgender men. I've shared changing rooms with gay men, bisexual men, pansexual men, non-binary individuals. It just sure. doesn't matter. You're in, You know, it's... 
it's not the point of why you're in there. You know, you're, you're not in there to sit and ogle at everybody. You're not in there right. to, to sit and chat. You're in there, you know, like at least the part of like the locker or like where you're changing and shit. You're not sitting there to chat. You're getting your shit, getting changed and getting out or getting ready for the game. Maybe you're sitting on the bench chatting a little bit, but you're not sitting there with your fucking dick out talking. That's not right. how it works. That's not what this is. Unless you're the Vasante that... Shanko. Okay, well... There, there's exceptions, but like the, yeah. again, the majority. Yeah. God, that was I, so dumb. Sorry. I don't know. I just, I just don't understand people's thought process with this shit. Nassib absolutely he, deserves to be on a team. Yeah, I hate that. He's a good fucking football player. At the very least, he can come in and be a solid rotational piece for a team that needs edge help. Honestly, I love him in Minnesota. Teams. Yeah, I'd take him in Chicago. Yeah. Like right now, who, what are our other options? We have Travis Gibson and Robert Quinn who are good. I like them. Yeah, but, but in terms of, that, of what do you got? Yeah, we got uh, Al Quadi Muhammad and a. Uh, I hope I pronounced his name right. I don't think I did, but Muhammad. He came over from the Colts. Yeah. And um, uh, an edge rusher. An edge rusher. We just drafted. That's a converted wide receiver. That's a total prospect. Those right. are our edge rushers right now. I would happily take Nassib. I guess Minnesota I would doesn't happily make sense take like I was thinking it did. We've used higher <laughs> draft picks on edge rushers yeah. the last couple of years. He, there Still are the plenty fucking... of places where he could fit. Plenty of places. And I don't and think it that... would kill the Raiders to bring him back either. Have him rotate oh, in with Chandler Jones just because of age? Yeah. Oh, There's man. plenty of places he could go. The NFL sucks. They're a bunch of fucking bigots. If you're not a straight white male or an African-American man that Colin has Kaepernick talent, coming back. I don't know what the hell Did he's doing. Did you hear doing. that? The Raiders want him? What? Really? Yeah. So Mark Davis came out and said that they would welcome him with open arms. And he said, I believe in Colin Kaepernick. He deserves every chance in the world to become a quarterback in the National Football League. I still stand by it. If our coaches and general manager want to bring him in or, you know, want him to be the quarterback on this team, I'd welcome him. And he then said, you know, I want him to come in and fight for a roster spot. So it wasn't like saying, you know, I want him on the team and he's going to be here no matter what. It was just yeah. a, at least somebody wants to give him a shot. Yeah, that's the thing with Kaepernick right like, now. If he like, comes into the Raiders, sucks in camp, plays awful in the preseason, all right, cut him and it's over. Done. Yeah, yeah. But he deserves that's, to try. Yeah, that's my thing with Kaepernick right now. I don't. I don't know. You know, he's six years removed from football. I don't know right. if he necessarily has it in him to actually make a roster right now, but let him fucking try. At this point, the ve- listen, at the very least, it's good PR. Right. right. If you really want to be a fucking businessman about it, it's good PR. Look, we're the team that gave him a shot when no one else would. He just unfortunately didn't make the most of it. That's fine. People yeah. are going to love that. People are going to eat that shit up. Right. Like, And even the know. people who hate Colin Kaepernick win then. Yeah, because they're like, ha, look, we were right. Look, he, he sucks. failed. Like, I, yeah. that wasn't what we were. Okay, there are some yeah. idiots trying to say, he's a starting caliber quarterback. I don't know if he is. He's not. He's not. He's definitely not. You you cannot, look, I, I, I'm i not a Kaepernick hater. 
but he's six years removed from right. playing professional football. He's not a starting caliber quarterback at this point. Right. And if we're being honest with ourselves, his last year in the NFL, he wasn't particularly good. No, but he wasn't as bad as people are portraying him to be. Yeah, my big thing is his last year in the NFL was a shit the show. Bears, the, the whole situation was a shit show, yes. But what I always point to if when, you know, I get one of those people that says Kaepernick's a starting caliber quarterback. What I always point to is his final season, he went up against the Chicago Bears. And this was the year we sucked yeah. and took Trubisky. So at this point, it's been like McCown, maybe a quarterback, some fucking dingus. I don't know. It was this it was this real fucking snowy game. Kaepernick got benched for Blaine Gabbert. Yep. that game like he, yes, he shit the bed he played awful that wasn't a, a a situation thing that was a kaepernick played bad thing sure and like i, I don't i don't i want to make sure this comes off the right way it gave me one of my favorite clips ever and it's not because it's kaepernick getting hit but nick kwiatkowski who's one of my favorite bears players ever he fucking popped kaepernick and knocked the logo off his helmet because it was so cold dude kaepernick's got popped a few times yeah, yeah. And, a, and that's not me saying I liked it because Kaepernick got hit or anything I like that. I like just like big hits, especially yeah. if they're like truly clean big hits. It was a Whoa. clean big hit from my boy, a guy that I really like. Right. He could have popped fucking anybody and I would have went ballistic right. over it. Harrison Smith did the same thing to him on a Monday night game. He fucking mm -hmm. lit him up. I don't think yeah. Cap saw him coming. It was great. Not because I it's think... Cap, but because it's just a good yeah. hit. There's something about him. So in 2016, though, Kaepernick went 1-10 in 10 as his record. Yeah. He completed 60% of his passes for 2,241 yards, 16 touchdowns to four picks. Dude wasn't not, awful. No, he wasn't awful. But, I mean, if that's the, the stat line you're putting up your final season and you're six years removed from it, you're done. Right. Well, he you're, only you're played 11 games. Like, yeah, but there's, still. There's some other room in there, but. I get what you're saying. I don't think yeah. he's a guy who can just walk in and start. But I think if you're a I don't a team... think he's a guy that can walk in and get a roster spot either. He's got to fight for it. Right. You can give him the chance, but he's got to earn it. And I think there's quite a few teams where he'd fit really well as the backup. Fuck it. If the Raiders want him, go ahead. I mean, who's their backup right now? Nathan they lost Peterman, Mariota. probably? Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's See, a team where he could fit in. Absolutely. That's the thing I've been saying also is not that cap's great but if a dude like nathan peterman is allowed to be on an nfl roster cap deserves a shot yeah nathan peterman has more interceptions than i have those hairs why nathan peterman is also i i feel like it's unfair to use him because he's like an exception because gruden was weirdly high on him and like fair. went out of his way to get him there he wouldn't be on 31 other teams he's only on the raiders because gruden had a weird obsession with him but i agree i mean you got, got chicago for example our backup right now is fucking trevor simeon uh so the raiders have nick mullins and garrett gilbert okay we'll see i, I would take mullins over kaepernick right now yeah. i mean if he wants to come in and fight with gilbert for qb3 sure he i i don't know i could see him taking the two spot Maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm underestimating him. I don't know. But I, I just find it hard to believe six years removed you're going to come in and, sure. and and really look like anything. Oh, I would say that about any quarterback. It's not because it's him. It's, it's just the fact of the matter. Right. I No, I agree with you. 
My yeah. other thing is saying that there's still people who say he was never that good, and that bugs me. He had some. He had some years. He had. He some, had a couple years, and he also had maybe the greatest playoff game any quarterback has ever had. Yeah. The 350 passing yards, 200 rushing yards against the Packers in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. That's yeah. just. That's just unfair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was going to ask you, what do you think of the Dolphins going into next year? And more specifically, Tua. Okay. I mean, the, uh, the, the like safe take here is Miami's given Tua everything he could possibly want and more offensively. And if he can't put it together, he's not that guy. Like that's, that's the safe everybody can agree with that take right uh-huh. i still believe in tua i think i mean i don't think he's gonna come in and be like a fucking superstar but i think now that he has things around him and he's gonna be in an offense that is able to cater to his strengths and kind of take pressure off of him when needed because that Dolphins didn't really have a lot of that last year with uh, with McDaniel and the type of uh, place he likes to run. Like you have two guys there who can kind of play that Debo role where you just kind of get him the ball short and let him create, let him do his own thing. And the offensive line's better and their their defense is, I mean, it's solid. So I think, I think Tua can surprise some people, not that he's going to be fantastic, I think he will improve enough to be like, okay, maybe there's something here still. Maybe anyone who was counting him out was a little premature. I don't, I don't think he's in a Daniel Jones situation where like he's getting help, but he's fucked. It's like, uh, okay, he's getting help. It's going to make him look better. And maybe the, the dolphins are going to find something in him that they want to roll with him long-term or at least for the now, Unless they're locked into a position where they can get like an elite quarterback and make a run at a Super Bowl immediately, I th- I think he can he can be better than people are giving him credit for. I worded that poorly, but I think I got my message across. All right, I like it. So I am out on Tua. I mean, I get that, and I get it. I think here's my hot take for the Dolphins for next year: by week eight, Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback. Well, okay. Well, you with Teddy Bridgewater. See, I I knew you were going to say that, but here's my thing. You do (laughs) not bring in Teddy Bridgewater if you have any confidence in Tua. Tua has the shortest leash of any quarterback in the NFL next year. Yeah. Yeah. He has one bad game. They have a guy who already is better, and I might Mm -hmm. fit the team better. Yeah. Because Teddy's Jimmy Garoppolo, but less of a jackass. So Yeah, and less tur- I, I would also say less turnover prone. That, that's what I meant by less of a jackass. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, he just doesn't make the stupid decisions Jimmy yeah. does. Yeah, I'm using the correct terminology, yeah, I know. not the geek terminology. Geek terminology's better. It is better, sometimes. but I got to translate sometimes. That's you know, valid, that's valid. Just in case. <laughs> oh, man. I thought, I'm not gonna lie for a second. I thought you were you were talking about Garoppolo as a person. I was like, what the fuck don't I know? No, Garoppolo is a dude. Just a dude. Me. No, he's just a yeah. On the field, he's just, just kind of a jackass. <laughs> yeah, 
that's fair. I see what you mean now, but at first it didn't register. Yeah, I got you. I got you. We're all good. I mean, it's it's tough, but I think, I don't know. I do just have this obsession with Teddy, and mm-hmm. it's because he is the most hated on quarterback for no fucking reason. I will never I understand, understand it. Teddy's never done anything to get or to deserve hate. Right. Ever. He's never like been for, bad either. For everything he's gone through, I mean, he he's in a solid spot. Right. You know, he's not elite or anything. He's not great, but, I mean, he's still a solid quarterback, all things considered. Yeah, and last year on the Broncos, I don't know, I had so many weird feelings about people when they tried to tell me that Drew Locke was just astronomically better than Teddy. Drew Locke is one of the worst quarterbacks I've watched. So, you know, my head goes to a very weird place when people start saying dumb shit like that. It's like, I don't think that's motivated by football at all. But I Yeah. I have a I have a friend who is a big big Broncos fan. Yeah. But he was also like a Drew Lock truther, so to speak. So when me and him would talk football and he would talk about how Drew Lock isn't starting because uh Fangio hates Drew Lock. Fangio likes Teddy and that's why Teddy's starting. I just, I don't know if that was, like, the mentality of most Broncos fans. I don't know if that was a common thing. That's just fucking stupid. Vic Fangio knows ball. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He is a knower of ball. And he's not just going to start a quarterback because he likes him better. He's going to start him because he's the better fucking quarterback. But remember, Drew Locke has the swagger and a bigger arm, so he's better. Drew Locke did have some moments last year. Like, I'll I'll give him a little bit of credit. Not last year he didn't. It was the year before. No, that Chiefs game last year, at the very end of the year, he looked decent. I, uh, I don't... He was, he was, at the very least, he was putting some air under some footballs and, and, and was throwing with a tighter spiral than usual. And I think it was just kind of like the pressure of the moment. He kind of thrived in it more than he normally would, but I don't think that's like a consistent true lock type game. I also hated the weird opinions Broncos fans and even their own like media members had mm-hmm. this Teddy Bridgewater can't throw the ball deep at all. He's awful. He doesn't have the arm strength to go more than 20 uh-huh. yards. It's like at the beginning of the year, like th- his first throw was 80 yards to KJ Hamler. Yeah. It's when they changed up. What, well, when Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton got hurt and they no longer had receivers. He didn't have a deep threat. Exactly. You can't throw the ball deep deep if you don't have a right. fucking deep threat. Or just any threats. Like, what are you supposed to do? Right. And then I, I love to hearken back to this one. Do you remember when they played the Cowboys and just absolutely stomped them for some reason? Was Teddy starting that game? Yes, he was. The throw That's to Tim Patrick over Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> Trayvon was in great oh, coverage. That. Teddy mm-hmm. made the perfect throw. But somehow everybody oh. was just talking about how Trayvon just sucks. It was an awful play. It's like, no, Teddy just, no, give credit to the guy who deserves it. Stop blaming the guy who played perfectly and just got beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also open to Trayvon Diggs slander, so I'm not going to shit on somebody if they say that. Well, no, so I think there are but valid I get ways to I get slander Trayvon. I don't think yeah. making shit up is valid. No, I, well, I don't know. 
Okay. I just really like Trayvon Diggs slander. I get you are right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I right. 100% agree. That was all Teddy Bridgewater. But I mean, you know, Trayvon Diggs is Trayvon Diggs. It's fun to poke fun at him. Oh yeah, I enjoy it. I do it all the time. But it's still YouTube. one of those. There are certain Go situations ahead. where it just bugs me. It's like, no, let's not be dumb about this. There's a lot yeah. of reasons to slander him. Let's not make shit uh -huh. up to do it. My most viewed TikTok to this day, it, it's apparently getting recommended again because oh, I nice. keep getting a bunch of notifications about it. Yeah, it's got like 400,000 views, and it's just a 15-second video of me saying Jalen Johnson's better. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> Yeah, and all, I mean, it's just a fucking war zone in the comments, and I love it. Because oh the correct take with Trayvon Diggs and Jalen Johnson is they do two completely different things. Yep. It just depends on what you prefer. Jalen Johnson's your lockdown corner who's going to take a receiver out of a game. Trayvon Diggs is going to let up yards, but he's also going to force like six turnovers. So it's a pick your poison type thing. Right. I'm old school and I personally prefer Johnson because if I'm going up against a team like the Raiders and I want Devontae Adams taken out of the game, which Jalen Johnson has done before, I would much rather have him. But like, as a CB2, like if I have a guy that's already like Johnson, that's kind of a lockdown, I right. would happily take a guy like Diggs. But if I'm looking for my number one franchise corner, I want Johnson all day. Like, and I, I don't think that's crazy to say that. I know that there's been talk about it because, you know, Stefan and Trayvon want to play together. Go mm -hmm. into the Bills and be in the number two, or if Kyler, Kyler Elam works out, the number three. Oh, but dear God. Don't even, White, don't even mention the possibility of that. It's going to happen. No, fuck happen. the Bills. Stefan's going to Dallas. Um, I would much rather have the Dallas Cowboys I, succeeding than the Buffalo Bills. No, no, no. Fuck the Cowboys. I Bills don't have a problem awesome. with the Cowboys. No, I fuck the Bills. I hate the Bills. What's wrong with the Bills? They I got have Josh Allen and you didn't, so you're whiny about it? No, 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 no. Listen, I've got this thing that I do all the time where I will meet one person that I can't fucking stand... I will like associate them with a team and then that'll make me hate the team. How are you a still passion. a Bears fan? Because I don't know, that's just how I was raised. I'm not gonna fucking give up my roots over one dickhead like Connor Burns. But like Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> I, I take a lot of shots at Burns. I, I made a know. video last night. I made a video last night much he follows me. Oh does he? Which makes it even better. Yeah, so I know he's seeing the shit. He's he's actually a good guy. I I, I kind of like him. Uh, that right. whole situation that happened with me. That was his psycho, girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I also don't like. I don't want to harp on this situation, but like I also yeah. don't like when that happened. That he was all friendly with me in DMs, but a buddy of mine sent me a clip from her live stream. He was like, "Buddy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about." Like, you know, he was playing the tough guy on stream, but then he came to my DMs. He was like, "Hey man, I'm sorry. That wasn't me. Sorry." You gotta play it up for the camera, bro. I, I get that, but I, I don't know. I don't like people who are fake like that. I'm, I'm myself. TikTok beef? <laughs> I don't have to start fake TikTok beef. I'll just keep no, taking like, shots like, at big creators and wait for them to show up. No, me and you. TikTok beef between us. Let's let's beef about something. <laughs> I don't know what we're beefing about, but let's beef. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what we would because we align on a lot of <laughs> we things. We really do. Oh, like my the, God. <laughs> there's not much uh, difference, but... We can find something. I, yeah, I just had this one guy I used to, of all things, I played fucking in a ma online Madden League with, and the dude was just like the stereotypical douchebag womanizing frat bro. 
No good. Can't fucking stand him. Can't fucking stand the guy. And he also had a massive ego and was an incredible, like, narcissist. Nice. But good everyone combo. else loved him, so I was the dick. That's why I kind of hate the Bills Dude, because of him. That, why is that a thing? I'm sorry. Uh, this dude, shitty human, awful person, douchebag. But you're the asshole because you call him on his shit all the time. He was funny and charismatic. That's I why. don't give a fuck. Yeah, see, okay, this is going to sound fucking weird. Do you play Madden at all? Yeah. Do you have, okay, do you have any association with, like, the Madden community? No. Weirdest <laughs> fucking group of people in the world. No. They're, 2K is worse. So... Wait until you hear this story and you might change your mind. I won't. <laughs> I ran a 32-man league for three years just Damn. because I got bored during quarantine. I was like, this will be fun. And it was it was fun. We had like a big group of guys. But then towards the end, a bunch of drama started. Oh, yeah. Which shouldn't happen over a fucking video game, but it did. Oh, it always does. It was always directed towards me. I was always made out to be the asshole, which I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I'm not picking up one. But it basically boiled down to I quote unquote changed and they didn't like it. So one night, they just decided to, like, fucking throw a revolution, I guess. Nice. <laughs> I don't know, it was fucking hilarious, because they had this whole big, like, scheme plotted out, instead of just being like, hey, we don't fucking like you. They right? had this whole big, like, behind-the-scenes scheme plotted to, to, like, take me down. Like, they came up with all these weird fucking allegations. Like, you know, I'm 19, and a lot of the people in that league were, like, 14, 15-year-old kids. Yeah. I do well with kids. I was going to be a teacher, so I do well with kids. So I would, you know, like when we were all talking or hanging out in like a PlayStation party or whatever, I would be talking to the kids because the older kids in there hated them. They looked at them like fucking idiots. So I would sit there and talk to them, and apparently that made me a child predator and a groomer. Ah. Apparently I was grooming these children. Um, See, and because they would, you're they a would... dude, you're not allowed around kids. Right, exactly. Even if they're your own kids. Right. It doesn't help that I'm I'm a big dude with a, a beard that looks like he's in his mid thirties. I just yeah. look like a fucking pedo, apparently. Oh, so dude, I'm a big dude with pink hair and a neck beard. Yeah, I can't go within a hundred miles yeah. of the school. Yeah. I... <laughs> so that happened, and then they would take like out of context shit that I'd said about people and try to frame me as like fake and all this other shit. I don't know. It was a whole big thing, and. First of all, I'm never playing online Madden again. Oh, come on. Second of I was going to bring up, you want to start a Madden <laughs> league? But I... And then, second of all, that whole group just, like, he was a big reason, I guess, why I quote-unquote changed, because me and him started getting into it all the time, because I couldn't fucking stand him. Like, I eventually had enough, because I, I, I'm someone who can put up with a lot of shit. Sure. After a while, I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I, I tried to stop talking to him, that kind of thing. I don't know. It was a whole big thing. But basically, to bring it all back, fuck the Buffalo Bills because of one individual that I can't stand. That's valid. <laughs> that... That's Honestly, it's like one individual that's the reason I no longer play 2K. So, yeah. Interesting. I'm a big 2K guy. So, 2K's fun. I enjoy 2K. But, like, so we used to have a group that we could mm -hmm. run, like, wreck and shit with. And yeah. we would absolutely murder people. Because, mm -hmm. like, we had two, like, glass-cleaning lockdown centers on our mm -hmm. team. And then, like, our three guards were all, like, pure shooters. So, like, Valid. they're trying to guard the centers because for the entire beginning of the game, 
Let's just give it to the big dudes. Right. So then they're bringing four people to the paint, and suddenly we're just hitting every three because we're wide open. Like, it was mm-hmm. master class. Then we had a one of the dudes left, and we had a different person jump in with us. And the dude was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, couldn't stop saying the N-word. And like, I'm a streamer, so I'm trying to play on Twitch and do right. not stop doing that. It's like, bro, stop. And mm-hmm. well, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, first of all, you're a piece of shit. Second right. of all, I'm going to lose my fucking job because you're a stupid cunt. Stop it. <laughs> like, yeah. stop. People are idiots. I've had multiple Somebody- situations like that where I've had to like stop playing games with friends because they play with idiots like that. Yeah, some people, I mean, they just get online and think nothing matters, and what they say doesn't matter. They just run with it. And right. I won't lie, I've been guilty of that, too. Not quite to that extent, obviously. But, yeah. like, I, we were kids. We were oh, all kids sure. at one point. And, you know, I was 14, 15-year-old when I had access to Instagram, Snapchat, like, all that kind of shit. So I, I've said some pretty stupid shit. Yeah. But that's, you know, five years removed from it. I was a kid. I was stupid. The issue is hopefully that, you deleted like it an all. Adult... People will bring yeah. that up to you now. Yeah. Well, none of it was public. I'm talking about, oh, okay. like, in messages and shit with friends and stuff. Yeah, I, won't lie. I, did, I did post one thing. I was very anti-Colin Kaepernick when that shit started, which I was a fucking yeah, idiot for. Yeah, I think for. you shared that recently, actually. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. I think you... I, I, retweeted it and was like whoa i've changed a lot since back then or something like that no the thing i'm talking about i deleted it like a year after it was an instagram post and i called him yeah i I posted i literally it was the dumbest shit in the world because you know middle school probably in seventh grade at this point i posted a picture of him and i was like you stupid commie anti-american fuck if you don't like it don't fucking like all that dumb kind of shit and like first of all i'm 13 why am i posting about politics on the internet valid second of all who let me be this misinformed third of all holy shit i have changed like you said yep like i'm i'm not embarrassed by my past in the sense of like I want to hide it. Like, I was aware I was a fucking idiot. I'm okay with like acknowledging it, but I want people to realize like I've grown a lot. I'm not like that anymore. But for some reason, I guess you're not allowed to have changed in this world. Oh, right. Of course. Anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, look at the way shit happens. They bring up a tweet from 10 years ago that like mm-hmm. somebody put out and was it a shitty thing? Absolutely. Does that Did mean the fucking dude's still shitty? Ago? Right. Like I don't I don't know. I've I've had I've had a lot of shit. Like in the past two years especially is kinda where it started. Like once we hit quarantine, I did a lot of thinking and a lot of realizing stuff because a lot of stuff changed over quarantine. You know, especially yeah. with like America and the and the political climate and the people I was around. Yep. Um and the in the way things changed, I was like, okay, I was an asshole. Let's not do that anymore. Right. And let's change and let's fix things. Like I don't want to like brag or toot my own horn or anything or sit here and waste a bunch of time telling stories. But there was this one example where I I used to be very much anti like trans and shit, you know, when I was like 12, 13 and didn't realize like this is part of life for people and they deserve to be able to live how they want to live. Basically, I was a Ben Shapiro kid. 
that's oh, the best way to put it. Not great, but I. That's the way to, yeah, the yeah yeah no Ben Shapiro's a fucking tool. I hate that man. It was just kind of like the vibe back then because that's what my friends liked, and I was sure. trying to be cool and fit in with them. And I didn't even agree with most of the shit back then. I wasn't full Dude. on. See, I think you went complete the opposite direction of me as a kid. I realized everyone around me was a fucking moron, and they all hated me already anyways, so I just yeah. leaned into it. Everything I Alan. knew that they were saying was stupid, I just called them out. They hate me anyways. What's, what's the worst that's going to yeah. happen? They don't like me more? Fuck it. Yeah. Then <laughs> part of it, too, was like when you're 12 and 13 and you see a guy on the internet throwing out insults, it's funny. That's true. I was like, oh, okay, he's right because he's funny. He uses big oh, words, God. so he knows what he's talking about. He's right because he's funny. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, again, I was 13 fucking years old. I don't know. That's valid. I don't understand shit. 13-year-olds shouldn't have access to the internet. That, that's the main point here. I don't, but I don't... like. I don't know if just, I want to just, talk about thirteen-year-old me. But just to like give you an example of like how far I've come, and again, I'm not trying to brag by saying this. It's just like the best example I can think of. Yeah. My senior year, we had a boy that transitioned into a boy. His name's Kyle, and he was a year. He's a year younger than me. So he was a junior, and when he, you know, we came back from quarantine, that was the first time he had been in public as Kyle. And it obviously that's fucking terrifying, right? Absolutely, you're you're coming to yeah. school after not being there for a year and a half, and you're a whole new person. And especially with the way know, high schoolers are, yeah, no, I'm, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. yikes. So we were all in the show choir together, and we did theater together, like I said. So being the male senior, I was the head of the dumbasses, basically. Ah. And I made sure at every turn that Kyle was with the dumbasses and was never excluded and never, you know, outside of it. And like our final show, the guy came up to me and fucking sobbed his eyes out and was talking about how he was so scared to come back and feel accepted. And ironically, out of everyone, I was the one who made him feel the most accepted and that kind of thing. And I started crying. It was it was a whole a whole thing. Yeah. But again, I'm not trying to brag, but just to like show you, you know, I'm, I'm right. not a dick you, anymore. got to. You know, I think we, for as much as we go back and shit on people for, well, you were shitty in the past. Why can't we acknowledge the like cool moments of people changing, becoming mm -hmm. better people? We don't we don't yeah. celebrate that. We just make sure to shit on them for being shitty in the past. We don't care that yeah. they changed. And I hate that. Yeah, I do too. If middle school me met me now. He would probably call me a pussy liberal bitch, but I mean, if that's what it takes to be a half decent person, then so be it. If middle school me met me now, he'd wonder why I wasn't high. So, <laughs> oh dear God, that's, that's oh dude, I was a little pothead. It was great. I'm asthmatic, so I can't go within so fifteen I. feet of weed. So oh my. my God, I'm also just a regular smoker because I'm dumb as fuck. So. Oh. I, I I acknowledge that I don't make the brightest decisions all the time. Right. But, you know, what can you do? So Yeah, it happens. It's life. Thing, like, so you know how weed is always referred to as a gateway drug? Which is bullshit, but yeah. Yeah. So my uh re my biological family uh okay. isn't great. My mother has been 
well, Nia, biological mother. She's not my mother. But she right. has been in prison multiple times for, like, meth and heroin use and oh, stuff. no. So, right. Yeah, oh, there's so... Technically, I've overdosed on cocaine before. Jesus. I was under two years old. Under two? Yeah. What the fuck? Holy shit. Yeah, my biological mother is something else yeah she no kidding herself um but <laughs> valid so knowing my family's history with drugs i never wanted to do drugs mm-hmm. but then i figured out well i i don't know i can't be one of those people that says weed isn't a drug because like everything like that's a drug like caffeine is still a drug alcohol is a drug mm-hmm. nicotine's a drug it's just right. i i think there's varying degrees of drug right and i i think i don't even drink like weed is the top of the thing for me it's as high as i'd ever touch i don't drink right. alcohol is above weed on the worse for you cases for me yeah Mostly i made a mistake with that once i see i, I see weed as for, well, for some people, it is just a fun times, whatever. For a lot of people, it just helps them with certain issues in their life. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Like, mm-hmm. I have insomnia. Weed is the only thing that helps Alan. me sleep. So I, I don't know if actual sleeping meds work. Doctors won't give them to me. Sleeping I, meds will fuck you up worse, though. I also think it has something to do with, you know, the overdosing on cocaine very early on in life. So That would... I don't think they, they try correct. not to give me addictive medications. So, right, right. Yeah. Sleeping meds will fuck you up anyways. Like, they're, right. they're bad. It's like, I'll just smoke a little weed, watch right. some American Dad as I fall asleep. It's a great time. <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic time. Oh, it, I love American Dad. I remember, though. I don't know why we're on onto this. We don't. Off track, as always. I love it. Um, yeah, fuck it. What's the point of a podcast if you can't just talk about whatever the fuck pops into your head? There's a reason this is called the Scuffed Ass Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So we, uh, one time in, I can't remember if I was in middle school or high school, but I don't know why, it just vividly stands out. We went and smoked. We went back home. I, I laid on the couch. I basically lived with a buddy in middle school in the first couple of years of high school so i like slept on his couch for okay. years it was great uh, <laughs> so we, we were like past trying to pass out on the couch we had like american dad on i don't remember what episode or whatever but i just remember watching it and suddenly i nearly passed out i had just forgotten to breathe for about two minutes <laughs> I was like, Holy what shit. the fuck? What is that? <laughs> I, Holy shit. My buddy freaks out. He's like, dude, what's wrong? And I was like, I forgot how to breathe, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just remember it because it's so hilarious. I forgot how to breathe. Listen, I've... <sighs> so, so I, I've, I, like I said, I've never touched weed or anything like that, but I did, uh, did drink once didn't like sure. it hated it hated even talking about it because i didn't want to do it but i got pressured into it we don't talk to the person that uh made that happen but anyways at his house 
and we were in his basement and i have really bad allergies and he has dogs and cats so i was all fucked up so i so i go out on the porch to kind of like collect my thoughts and and breathe and whatnot so didn't tell anybody i was going i just go up on the porch i disappeared for two hours nobody knew where i was nice Eventually, they, they're they first of all, anytime I disappear at his house because I was there all the time, first thought is, oh, his allergies are acting up. He's outside. I guess because of what was going on, nobody thought that. So I was just out there for two hours. Now, it wasn't like a, a bad thing for me. Like, I was just chilling. Sure. I was on my phone, you know, eventually he comes in to get me and I, I walk in his house and to the right, I spot a dog cage out of the corner of my eye, completely empty. And I start laughing my fucking ass off, like full hysterics for five minutes. Nice. And the whole time he's looking at me like I'm stupid. And finally I collect my thoughts and he goes, what are you laughing at so hard? And I just look at him with a straight face and go, what the dog doing? What the dog doing? (laughs) Christ, man. It's like the only thing I remember from that night is just that sequence of events. Oh, and... And we also went to get food, and I spent like $30 on food and got made fun of for it oh, because man. I'm big and ate food. So, oh, dude, that's that's a thing. Yeah. If you're big, you're not allowed to eat. Even if you right. eat less than everybody else, still like, hey, mm-hmm. look, fatty eating. It's like, dude. Yeah, yeah. Am like I, I said, just not supposed to? The fuck? I've, I've got a bigger fucking stomach than you do. I've got more to fill. <laughs> uh, dude, so... My one buddy, Wonder, he's on the show. He's he's mm-hmm. like on streams and the show all the time. He is right. way smaller than me. Right. Like he's probably eh, 170, 180 pounds maybe. Okay. Maybe. The dude eats more food in a day than I do in a week, and it pisses me off <laughs> so fucking much. Some people just have that fucking metabolism, man. It's disgusting. It's not fair. It's not at all. He's like, one day it's going to give out give out on me, and I'm going to balloon up huge. And I'm like, I fucking hope so. Yeah, but at least you got your prime before it happens. Right? I never it'll had a prime. When you're old and, yeah, it'll happen before you're old, or when you're old and don't have to worry about it as much. Right? At, at some point, you know, when, when you're a man, you, you get that Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin build. Just happens. Can. I'm, I'm hoping I already had it, and now we can try to work past it. That's the... That's the new goal. Being in your to... mid-70s running fucking marathons. Well, I'm a smoker. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Being in your mid-70s. Hopefully dead by then. Recently... Jesus, okay. Uh, so, I'm big, so I've gotten myself in trouble for ta- saying this a few times. Humans oh. aren't supposed to live past 50. You're not supposed to. Your body doesn't fucking function anymore. What? Why are we keeping people alive so long? I don't know. There's some people out there who, after they hit 50, are still trucking along. Very rare, though. Most people can't fucking walk anymore. They can't breathe. Yeah. Somehow we're expecting them to still work, though. I don't get it. Yeah. I I know genetics are like a thing. So in my family, the only person that's like bad. I had a freak accident that put him in that situation. Everyone else, uh, I'll put it this way. I had a smoker who uh, got overweight and ended up passing away. That was my mom's dad. And even though that doesn't really count because it was her stepdad, but a stepdad that raised her, so it's her dad. You know, that kind of situation like you were talking about. Trust me, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, my mom's mom's in fucking terrific shape. 
my dad's mother physically is in terrific shape. And then my grandpa, my dad's dad, would be in great shape if it weren't for like a freak accident that happened like eight years ago. Gotcha. He, he was in a he was in a fucking tree stand and it fell out of the tree and rolled down the side of a mountain 40 feet and oh, like sure. fucked up his neck and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But like if it wasn't for that, they, they'd all be in good shape. So assuming I can find a way to get myself in shape, which I need to do, I, I am. I'm very much not happy with the with the Same. way I'm in. And I'm still young. You know, I'm still 19. So I can I can fix it. Yeah. You young buck. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I don't do anything that's super unhealthy. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do anything like that. No offense. No, I, I know but... it's unhealthy. I, I, I don't get yeah. offended by that. I know it's not yeah. great, right. but it's but it's my coping mechanism, so I don't care. Like, Listen, that's valid. That's valid. Honestly, whatever helps you get through the day, I'm not going to shit on you for it. Sure. As I, long as you're not like... I was going to say, I, I like, also try not mess. to be a dick about it either. Yeah. Like... If I'm in public with you, right, and I know you don't like it, I'm either going to walk the fuck away from you or just not smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like if I know valid. somebody doesn't like it, it's like, I, I'm going to go over there. I'll talk to you guys in like five minutes, whatever. Listen, what you do in your free time, if it helps you get through the day, as long as it's not like illegal, illegal or right. Right. like heroin, by all means. <laughs> That's valid. Right. Yeah, there's a real bad heroin problem where I live, so that was the first one that came to mind. But See you around here. Regardless. Matt. Great. I mean that that's valid. You live out in the fucking middle of nowhere, so I'm sure there are a lot of people yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it helps you get through the day. It helps you get through the day. Absolutely. I... Just, oh, that's oh, that's sad. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, what's sad? What happened? Apparently, some kid got shot in the face five times. That's my age. What? Like, yeah, it happened locally. My mom sent me a picture to see if I knew the kid. I don't. Jesus. But... Okay fucked up kid smoking one of his pictures i run two of his pictures ironically. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> no. i got shot these five times jesus Dude. christ okay so, I, I don't know what the story is there i don't either I, I have no clue i don't know i don't love getting into this but have you ever had any issues with the uh authoritative people I, I don't know how to talk about things on the internet without getting authoritative people cops like oh okay no personally I haven't. you ever I, have I, issues no i haven't i'm a like i've i've had like family issues where it, it was like dumb technicality stuff but they were pretty chill you know it's never been a situation where i've run into like a dickhead cop like i've been in the in the car with my mom and we've had a taillight out or something the cops like well you know just just make sure you get it fixed or something like that um, but I've, I've never had like a, like a personal run in with the police. Cause I'm, I'm a good boy. I don't leave the house enough to do anything illegal. <laughs> See, I like to say the same thing, but I don't know. Uh, so I, I was like 16, 17, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, finished playing dungeons and dragons one night and just decided I was going to stay at my buddy's house. Cause hold on, was... hold on. I don't, I don't want to cut you off. But yeah. you are probably one of about five people on this planet that have a story that starts with Dungeons and Dragons and involves the police. Oh, probably, yeah. Well, you should take pride in that. Right? Depending on what the story is. I mean, I oh, don't know it no, yet. It's, but... it's a fine story. I didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Cop Okay, did. okay. Okay, I gotcha. Um, so, decided I was going to crash at his house. I think I was 16 because here you can get your license at 16, but you have like a driving curfew. 
Right, that's how it is here. So, like, you're not allowed to be on the road after 10 p.m. I think it was, like, midnight mm -hmm. by the time we got done playing. So it was like, cool, right. I'm going to crash on your couch, get to school in the morning, whatever. Well, I couldn't sleep because, you know, insomnia. And the the radio in my car, I wanted to replace it with, like, one of those with the screen in it and, you know, be able to watch movies and shit in the car, whatever. Probably I... a terrible idea when you're 16, but whatever. So I was like, all right, it's 2 in the morning. I'm going to go outside and work on my car, right? So I got all the lights on. I'm chilling in the car, trying to wire up a radio. And I need to go get something out of the trunk. So I just, like, pop up out of my car real quick to walk back to the trunk. And there's a fucking cop standing there with his gun drawn at me. What the fuck? Like, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like working on my car jackass but yeah his lights on his car weren't on i had no idea he was there he never announced his presence he Jesus just christ gun out looking at it's like dude the fuck yeah it was fucked up what the f that makes Jesus oh. Christ. Did, did he end up like telling you what he thought was going on or did he no. just dip once you said you were working on your car? He asked me like to see my license and registration proof. It was my fucking car. Right. And he was like, all right, you have a good night. And it's like, fuck you. I, Jesus. Well, now I'm definitely not sleeping tonight. <laughs> I almost got fucking no shot. No <laughs> kidding. Holy shit. trying to think i know i've never had a bad cop story but i'm trying to think if i've ever had a situation with like like i was scared for my life with a fucking firearm there was one time we thought we were gonna have a school shooting oh nice my sophomore year it would have been right before covid this kid you know one of those kids like the fucking five nights at freddy's type kids yeah he had his little e-girlfriend um she was getting bullied or something. So apparently he brought in a AR-15 that was disassembled. Oh. Was planning on like somehow find like so he could fit it in his backpack, obviously. So he's trying to find a place to assemble the rifle and then, you know, do the deed. Mm -hmm. So there were like cops patrolling our school for like of the entire school day and they ended up catching the kid and apparently his rifle was fake it was a fucking uh airsoft rifle he had everyone convinced it was real then there was another situation where a kid posted a video of a fucking ak-47 on a snapchat story um so i personally reported him to the police because the, the caption was something like uh y'all ain't ready for tomorrow or something yeah that's not spooky at all it turns out that was an airsoft rifle too Oh, went to school the next day looking for me didn't know it was me specifically but looking for whoever called the cops and he came up with this fucking bullshit harebrained story he was like yeah the cop showed up to my house and, and gave me a black eye and fucking tased me and shot my dog and all this other shit didn't have a black eye and the Did police he even report, own a dog <laughs> he owned dogs he owned dogs okay. but they were fine and the you have this thing that's like a a citizen watch Facebook group or some shit likes to go around chasing the cops and recording whatever they do. And yeah. the, someone had a video of it. And in the video, the kid literally walks outside and they're like, son, can we check your house? He's like, yeah, sure. They walk through. 
come back out like five minutes later and they're like, all right, you have a good day. Kid was perfectly fine. So he didn't get tased. He didn't yep. get the shit beat out of him. Nothing happened to his fucking dog. Dude, but he was trying to play like it up. That. This kid also claimed that his mom used to beat him with a crock pot. Yo. Not like, yeah, like pick up the crock pot and like hit him in the back with it. And he apparently also let his dogs loose multiple times to piss off his mom. I don't know. He was a weird fucking kid. He, Dude. His name was Logan, but he called himself Six Pac because he thought he was a rapper. Sure. Six Pac? Six Pac. I fucking, I want to kick this kid in the teeth. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like him at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to a weird fucking high school, no. man. <laughs> The thing about those that always bug me is why do you like want to go through traumatic things? Right. Like it's a good thing that you didn't. Mm -hmm. Cause if you do, you end up with fucked up brain like mine. I'd much rather not have experienced any of it. Right. Like fuck. Uh, people are fucking weird when it comes to, to wanting to play the victim constantly. I don't get it. Like, I've been through shit, too, but I don't go around fucking parading it. Right. I don't go around bragging about it. I'm like, yeah, it happened. Cool. We're over right. it. It it's happened. Like, I have, We're trying to deal with it. I have an internet it. platform. Sometimes we talk about things. But, like, yeah. I, I don't try to bring it up every day, either. Yeah. Except some, yeah, like, the, the ODing on cocaine before year two comes up quite a bit because it's funny. And sad, I, I, but it's funny. I was going to say, I would not use funny to describe that situation. You laughed, so I don't want to hear it. I laughed out of pure shock. I don't find it <laughs> funny. It just caught me off guard. Oh, I find you it don't, a little funny. It, it, I mean, if you find it funny, sure, but like you don't That's hear fair. every day, oh yeah, I OD'd on cocaine under the age of two. That, right? that was the thing. You don't, that doesn't happen. It's like a whoa, what? About that. Yeah. Yeah, like it com I laugh when I get nervous or yeah, like when things I, catch me off guard. I get that. I didn't legitimately think no. it was funny. It's also the other crate. My mother created a lot of food issues with me. I thought you were going to say she created a lot of food and you were going to tell me how she used to like make fucking poison and try to pass it no, off as lunch. No, no, <laughs> no. So like she had this thing where like if she took me out to eat, like we went to McDonald's, mm -hmm. let's say, right? She'd ask me what I want. I'd order it and she'd eat it. So I wouldn't eat for an entire weekend when I was really young. So now I have food issues, you know. I don't know if you watch yeah, Friends, but you know, the Joey doesn't share food thing. Yeah, Chandler doesn't share food. I've stabbed the bitch for reaching for my, like a fry on my plate. Like I fucking, cha, no. I mean, I mean, that's valid. <laughs> but that's, I, I get that. But if I did get fed at her house, it was cold cans of SpaghettiOs. Like, she wouldn't heat them. She'd just give me the can of SpaghettiOs. So do you still eat cold SpaghettiOs? No. If you open SpaghettiOs in the same building as me, I puke. Oh, okay. Instantly. So the complete opposite. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. Valid. Yeah, it, it, say, it, it doesn't go good. Yeah, I was going to say, some people, when that kind of stuff happens, they just adjust to it and end up, like, liking it in, right. a, in a Stockholm Syndrome type of way. Yeah. So like, I didn't know. Okay. My That's dad's valid. side of the family and the people who adopted me, like, know how to cook. Mm -hmm. Like, right. my father uh, is, like, an actual trained chef. He was taught Damn. by Bobby Flay, like, how to cook. Like, Holy dude shit. knows food. So, yeah, cold SpaghettiOs are very low <laughs> on the totem pole, because other times I was oh, eating shit. like a king. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic over here. It's great. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> See, 
my big th- the reason I'm I, I this this kind of related but not really since we're just talking about food. Yeah, the yeah. reason I'm so big is because when I was younger for my asthma and shit because it was like bad bad. I'm not as bad anymore. Yeah. But like I was I was a big kid. I was born big. Yep. But I stayed, you know, big in the stomach because they would have me on these fucking steroids for my asthma that would constantly cause me to crave like carbs. So I used to eat bread like a fucking fiend. And that sh- obviously that shit causes you to blow up. Yep. And then I would go with my grandfather every weekend because um, I-, I used to be super close with my grandparents and I would stay at their house for the entire weekend just to go out there because I had like my Legos out there because yep. all the Legos I had didn't fit in our house and their house was like big. So I'd play with my Legos the whole weekend and they had dogs and I love dogs. So I'd hang out with the dogs and he'd take me out to eat, take me to movies, all that kind of stuff. So I would eat McDonald's like every weekend and if it wasn't mcdonald's we'd go to this big steakhouse and i would eat everything off the fucking buffet like i and he'd let me because you know it's the grandparents spoiling their grandkid and he was a horrible fucking eater too so he would be just as bad as i was so all of that combined with the fact that i was a super lazy kid it just kind of became a problem medically and environmentally and Mm -hmm. i'm not like complaining about it. i'm not saying this is like trauma for me like yours was it's just kind of how it happened and now i just i don't know i haven't had the motivation to like fix it because i did fix it when i was in the sixth grade me and my dad would go out we'd play basketball and run and then we stopped because we went to disney world and then never got back into it and then quarantine happened and i blew up again yeah so now now i'm stuck i don't know why i'm as big as i am like, I don't eat a ton. I don't eat terribly. Even when I was, like, in middle school and high school, I was big. And, like, yeah. I played sports year-round. Like, I'd go from football to basketball to soccer to baseball and then just back around again. Like, I was always active. I was the opposite of a lazy kid. But I was just always big. The weight doesn't go away. I don't know why. Right. I'm I mean, trying to figure that out. It happens. And I mean, granted, I feel like I hold my weight pretty well. It's not something where I'm like insecure about how I look. I'd like to be smaller, but it's more of a health thing. I'm worried about how it'll impact my health long term. Because I'm fucking five foot ten, three hundred pounds, but I don't look it, you know? Yeah, I'm right there with you, but I do look it. That's the difference. So (laughs) I I don't carry it great and... For me, it's the exact opposite. I don't give a fuck about my health. I have always figured I'd be dead by 50, so I assume that'll happen anyways. I just hate the way I look. So that's my that's reasoning. That's valid. I mean, I, like I said, I don't, I don't love right. the way I look. I'd like to be smaller. There are certain types of things I'd like to be able to pull off that I just can't. Same. Being bigger. Because as a big dude, I mean, I made a TikTok about it the other day. Pretty much all I wear are, like, flannels and Hawaiian yep. shirts and hoodies. And I'm not complaining because they're, they're fun. I like wearing that kind of stuff. But I'd like to be able to dress a little bit better whatnot, especially now that I'm an adult and I yep. can't just get away with, like, a graphic tee and gym shorts. See, but you can, though. I've been rocking that for... Four years as an adult. Now. You're will, good. Yeah, yeah, I can I can get away with it, but it's not the vibe, so to speak. Like I'm walking around a college campus, I'm trying to impress women. That's not how you do it. See, I just spend twenty hours a day on the internet on camera. So at this point, I mostly just wear like my own merch or other streamers' merch. I mean, that's so... valid for what you're doing. <laughs> I, I get that, but like I don't I said, really I got go the, out, so I don't gotta impress nobody. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm the opposite. I gotta try to. But even then, like, I, I, I'm not saying I want to dress for other people. I dress for myself, but I'd like sure. to be able to dress a little bit better. That I get. Another thing I used to get a lot of shit for was how I dressed. Because in high school, it was pretty much all just graphic t-shirts and jerseys. And apparently wearing jerseys in public is a sin. I don't understand why. I don't either. I also don't it's get... Demonstrating the world. Why is it a sin to own a jersey with your own name on it? That's goofy, too. I don't understand why people don't like that. Like, okay, you want, you want to know the reasoning I'm going to start doing that? Like, I think I'm not going to get my actual name on them anymore. I think I'm going to get the Geek Slays put on them. But either way. See, like, that's valid. That's valid. But either way. It's extremely valid. My reasoning is every single time I have bought a jersey of a player, they are no longer on the team a year later. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. So it's like... I can't go anywhere. They can't trade me. So this jersey is valid. Until they do. Uh, it's just like, you know, Spawn Hour said, and then I've been repeating every year when draft time comes around. I'm always scared mm-hmm. they're going to call my name. I mean, <laughs> the odds are super low, but it could happen. And yeah. I don't know if I'm Anytime. ready for that. Anytime the Bears draft a player whose name starts with B, my heart stops. I'm oh, not yeah. gonna lie to you. Anytime I hear Chuh, it's it's bad. It's like, oh fuck, not me. Right. <laughs> I, I I won't lie to you though. I'll go out there and protect Justin Fields if no one else is gonna do it. See, I I was a kicker when I played football, so the Vikings might actually be able to use me. <laughs> so I'm down. I might be the biggest was... kicker to ever play in the NFL, but I'm down. <laughs> I was I played football for one year in eighth grade and I was an offensive tackle and a three tech. That's what I played. And I I didn't play very often. And that's kind of why I quit. Because my coaching dynamic was weird because we had this coach that made a lot of promises he couldn't keep. Yeah. But he would walk up to me literally the first time I'd ever touched a football field. I had all of the other coaches tell me, like, you're you're Growing for, you know, being your first year, they wouldn't call me great or anything like that, but you, you're growing faster than you should. Sure. And then big man, his name was Gino, would come up and walk to me and grab me by the face mask and go, you keep doing what you're doing. You're going to see playing time. From that moment on, I got less and less playing time as we went on. Yeah. Then I got to high school and I was going to play through high school. And I realized the head coach there was a self-centered prick. And I was like, yep. no, not going right. to do this. So I quit and did theater. So going off that, I mean, I – kicked field goals and technically was like the third string quarterback because I mm-hmm. was the only other than the two quarterbacks I was the only one smart enough to like before. understand the plays right. so but it was like we're never going to use you unless it's a terrible day and I'm like that's valid I'm just here to kick footballs man yeah. uh, <laughs> you know keep my leg warmed up for soccer where you know I was actually good so <laughs> I can never play soccer soccer would fucking kill me soccer was my shit I don't know why, but I was on a different level. I'll get into soccer stories in a bit. You were big like that when you were playing soccer? Yeah. It's fucking impressive. So I, I'll get into that one in a more in a second. But going it's off to the shitty impressive. coaching thing, mm-hmm. my second to last year of baseball, because I, I was done with baseball by about my freshman year. Right. Um, the team I was on, I'm from a very small town, so like I am too. last names matter and like the popularity mm. of you and your family matters. Right. So like walking right. onto the team, I was at a disadvantage mm-hmm. to get playing time. So it's like, okay, if I get a chance, I gotta ball out, right? Mm-hmm. So the only time I ever got to like pitch 
because I played everything in baseball. It's just what I enjoyed. First right. time I got to pitch, it was like a inner city game because I was in Babe Ruth. We played our Legion team as a scrimmage, so like way older kids. Mm-hmm. One of the best Legion teams in the state. They should have crushed us. But I pitched. I threw six innings and didn't allow a hit or a run or a walk. Damn. I fucking went in. Never pitched again that season. It's like, dude, what? I just, what? Ridiculous. Like, anytime I did play, I'd have to, like, play right field, which is where you stick the shitty players. But I think Mm -hmm. that season I was batting over 500, never had an error. Like, I was playing well when I got on the field. Right. Coach just wouldn't put me on the field. Like, I ended up quitting before the playoffs. I was like, no, dude, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to pay for another road trip, go spend a weekend some fucking where, and never touch Mm -hmm. a baseball field. It's not worth it to me. That's valid. So I I quit. The next year, tried to join a team in a different town. And, Mm -hmm. like, first practice, basically, our coach was like, he gave me the moniker of team captain because I was, like, the one who understood what was going on. He was like, I was that guy. And then, like, two days later in my first pitching practice, stepped wrong on the mound and fucking blew up my knee and never played baseball again. Holy shit. So it was tough. I was finally in the spot I wanted to be, and I fucked up my knee. It was great. And that's where sports ended for me. Right. I couldn't get my knee fixed. Because apparently there's nothing wrong with it. Like, dude, I tried to walk down the stairs yesterday, and my knee bent backwards. Holy There's shit. something wrong here. There's still nothing wrong, according to doctors, so yeah. I'm confused. It is what it is. I got lucky. I never got hurt yeah. playing football. Obviously, I only played for a year. I had a concussion, I think. I never got tested, but I'm still convinced it was one. Mm, yeah. Because we were, they were trying out this new formation. Uh, it, it was just like a really, really heavy set formation where they brought in an extra offensive tackle as a tight end. Yeah. And they wanted to run it against like actual bodies. And I was the only kid that wasn't involved in the formation that was big enough to absorb a hit like that. Cause these kids were like, you know, sure. for middle schoolers, they're like six foot two, yeah. 250, like big dudes. And I was the one that was tasked with taking these hits. And there was this one big fat kid. His name was Baker and freak athlete. Like for, for that time period or for like yeah. that age group, freak athlete, fucking Probably 350 pounds at the time, six foot one, like like a big ass dude, but he was quick. It was insane. He was our, our starting guard. And the play they were running, he was going to pull and pop me, and then the fullback would kind of come behind him. So I got popped by this Baker kid about six times, and I'm laying there literally fucking seeing stars. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot, I don't know what's going on. And they keep having me do it, having me do it, having me do it, and eventually after like 10 tries, I'm laying on my side for a second to kind of collect my thoughts, and this Baker kid fucking steps on the side of my head on accident. Oh, and, like, God. it wasn't on purpose, because this kid was stupid, yeah. so I know he just didn't see me. But he steps on my head, all like 300, 350 pounds of him. And I pop up, take my helmet off, and fell fucking back. Oh, <laughs> and the coach comes over, my uh, defensive line coach, who was a fucking hilarious dude, he grabs me, he goes, alright, you're done. You're Picks done. Me up. Pulls me over to the side, didn't practice for the rest of the day, didn't have to run with the team or anything like that. Went home and just laid on my floor for like an hour, and that was that. I, I, literally, I was convinced I had a concussion, but I 
I didn't get checked. The only concussion. That, that was. Oh, the only concussion. That was a fucking I had one concussion. It was during a basketball game, which yeah. is wild. I yeah. dove for a loose ball, and somebody was running over to grab it. And you know, you see somebody diving, so you like stop. And when you stop, you bend your knees. So I oh. got a knee to the temple. I got fucking Ooh. KO'd. It was great. Damn. Woke up and it was like, what's for dinner? <laughs> oh, God. Do you know where you are? Yeah. Just woke up from a nap. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's like, no, you're on a basketball court. It's like, oh, are we winning? No. <laughs> well, fuck. All right. Hospital. Another... Yeah. Good stuff. I have another story of me getting my bell rung. So oh. we were... This is just a one-time thing. It wasn't a build-up like the other one. I got my bell absolutely wrong. We were running uh, Oklahoma drills. Yep. And our starting linebacker was also our running back, and they wanted to run him, and none of the running backs wanted to play linebacker. So our defensive line coach, who, like I said, is fucking hilarious, he goes, all right, which one of the big boys wants to take a shot at linebacker? And my heroes are Dick Butkus and Brian Erlacher. So I was like, me, put me in, put sure. me in. He was like, okay. He was like, all right, Miller, get in there. So... I didn't know how to line up as a linebacker. <laughs> so I'm standing there straight up. Oh, I'm, not bent, I'm not in the right position. I'm just standing straight up. And he didn't give me any pointers. He just kind of let me go because he knew he was going to be funny. Like that was the point he wanted it to be funny. So I'm standing there straight up. My thought is, okay, I'm bigger than this kid. So when he runs at me, I'm just going to get down and wrap him and I'm going to tackle him. All this right. kid ran me the fuck over. Literally <laughs> just ran right through me. And again, awesome. I go flying back and I'm laying there for a second. And my coach, my drum, the eighth grade, he walks over, stands over me, the defensive line coach. He goes, you just got knocked the fuck out. You just he got knocked the home. fuck out. Yeah, yes. literally like the fucking movie. And he said, have you ever seen that movie? And I said, what, what movie? I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. So again, he grabs me by the face mask, pulled me up. And he goes, I probably should have told you. You need to get down when you play linebacker. Don't stand straight up like a fucking idiot. You're not a. I think he said, uh, "You're not a basketball player. You're a football player. You need to get down. You need to get leverage." And I was like, "Okay, that's valid." And then I just kind of sat down. Oh man, that's I mean, awesome. It was literally half my size and just ran me the fuck over because he had the had the leverage on me. I have a lot of stories from playing one year of football. <laughs> it was a yeah. wild year. I I don't have a ton of like stories like that. Especially for football, it's like I kicked, I kicked. Yeah. What What do you want? I'm the kicker. Nobody on the team gives a fuck that I exist, unless you miss a kick. Like nobody cares that you exist. <laughs> then I did get my ankle fractured in a football game. Kicking or like did someone yeah, hit kicking. your leg? Well, it was kicking. I like planted kicked Ooh. and some big dude rolled through my ankle and it was uh, yeah I, I came back and was kicking like not the next week but the week after i only missed one game yeah eh, fuck it just an ankle those aren't important to a kid uh, oof. Yeah, it was a running back he ran a, a a double like reverse sweep type thing yeah. And the like right before one of my coaches has been like, I need you to just get off the ball as quick as fucking possible. Like we know what's coming. Just get off the ball. So I got off the ball as quick as possible, walked right through the offensive line. Cause they were the guard that was in front of me was pulling. So I just kind of like slipped by him. Most athletic thing I've ever done. Mind you, literally the fastest I've ever moved. Yeah. And 
I saw the ball mid handoff, so I went in and slapped it down, grabbed the ball, and rolled, and I rolled over the kid's fucking leg, and I and I almost fucked up his ankle, but he ended up being fine. Call me a bitch. Like that's valid. He fumbled. He fumbled. It was his fault. So, uh, the only actual good football player I've ever met is Wonder. He, you know. Have him on the show all the time. I think the dude might have had a shot, at least at playing in college. He just chose not to do it. Really? His senior year, he was the quarterback of our team, which doesn't really matter because, you know, we don't pass. But as the quarterback, so not even the primary rusher, he had 1,500 rushing yards and 23 touchdowns, passing on a team with zero receivers. Like, nobody had hands. I wish I would have played that year just to be, mm. like, a tight end because I can actually catch. But but he went 13 of 27 for 150 yards and a touchdown. I'm going to be honest, probably 10 of those incompletions were just drops. Like, it was awful. If they threw, it was either dropped or, I guess, it was caught. He didn't miss much. Right. He had 239 kick return yards and a touchdown. And then on defense, he had 86 tackles, four and a half sacks, two interceptions, and two blocked field goals. Damn. Yeah. Like, the dude was a beast. And then he was just like, I don't want to go to a college with a football program. That's expensive. It's like, bro, what are you on, though? It's valid. I don't care. Want to pay it. You don't I don't pay care. It. I don't care. I was so I was like, at least let me like build you a tape to s- and I'll send it to some schools. Maybe you get an offer, right? Right. I was like, at least try. Don't just. I wasn't a fan of the just giving up thing. I mean, listen. If you if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. I respect it. I respect the the uh, realism. He, he the, the issue is he absolutely could have afforded it. Oh, so that's why it's an even bigger. Yeah, it bugs me more. Is like he could have, he just didn't want to. Yeah, that's Which valid, I mean that's though. valid, but it's tough. Wonder was a different animal. Uh, real quick, apparently Theo Ash is bringing his cameo account back. So for $7, he will push whatever narrative you want or will call your friend's takes the worst he's ever heard. That's how we start beef. We get Theo to create the, the beef. It'll cost us a total of 14 bucks. $7 for you to say some shit about me. $7 mm-hmm. for me to say some shit about you. Let's call out Clint Ratkovich. I'll call you a fucking moron and that'll be the start oh, of the beef. Oh, God. No, see, that that's not even fair because... It's got to be something that makes sense. You can't have me just saying shit to say shit. Neither of us can lie here. It's not that's not going to be good. Oh, that's true. I don't think lying's the smart choice. We have something we legitimately disagree on. If we'll have to figure it out eventually, I'm sure there's something. Yeah, no, there's got to be something. There's always something. I don't know how much do you hate my Tyreek Hill isn't a top ten receiver take. It's kind of a bozo take. It's really not, though. I guess we'll see. Now that he doesn't have Patty and can't just run as far and as fast as he can, guess we'll learn, won't we? 
Uh, he's a he's a good route runner. He's I don't think really give him not. enough credit with that. I don't he's know. Really I, like not. we said, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I don't want to get into I'm a giving whole it a year before I like. If he sucks this year in Miami, like actually mm-hmm. sucks, then nobody ever gets to argue it with me again. <laughs> I, I, mean, I will Tua. shut that Maybe there'll shit be a Tua down. problem. No, because here's what I've said. What have we seen from true top five receivers? DeAndre Hopkins spent five years of his career with Matt Schaub, TJ Yates, and Tom Savage, and he was a top five receiver. Valid. Tua's not as bad as any of those guys. Tyreek doesn't get an excuse there. Matt Schaub was okay. He had one decent year. You know why? DeAndre Hopkins and Andre Johnson exist. It was not Schaub. (laughs) He had two Hall of Famers to throw to. And That's Arian fair. Foster in the backfield. Dude, I fucking love Arian Foster. Uh, yeah. I love that era of running backs. Was, I love yeah. that era of running backs. Foster, Forte, Jamal Charles, CJ2K. Adrian Peterson. Steven Jack- Adrian Peterson, Steven Jackson. It was a good time. Was, I remember I was... hated CJ2K. Why? He had a fucking sick nickname. The, no. And he was so fast. I hated him because, to me... He was the only guy in that era that there was an argument to be made that he was even close to Adrian Peterson. So I just really? hated him. I despised him. I wouldn't say he was. He had any argument against AP. I don't think once anyone at hit, that point did. Once he hit 2K and AP hadn't done it yet, it was like uh, okay. people were okay. like, is I, he the I, best I, running back in the league? And I was like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> the only 28 that matters wears purple, you bitches. I was I was going hard on the hate for CJ two K. Since then, I just go, damn, that dude was great. I miss watching him play. Damn. That boy nice. That boy nice. The boy was nice. I absolutely hated him for no legitimate <laughs> football reason. I loved mm-hmm. watching him play. I just. Uh, what it, other fun running backs did you have then? Fucking No Sean Moreno. Lashawn McCoy. Shady McCoy, yeah. Shady. Um, no, Sean He's Alexander a was a little pre that. LT was a yeah. little old at that point. He was or still gone. LT, though. He still had a little bit of gas oh, in the yeah. tank making uh, some plays for the Jets. Michael Turner. Yeah, Michael Turner. Who was the backup for LT in San Diego and then moved to mm-hmm. Atlanta. Um, and he just sent out to pick for the for the Falcons, wasn't that him? He might have. I have no idea. I think it was Turner. It was someone like that. It was After someone the in first that round. I didn't era. watch the draft. I just watched like really? ESPN give me the picks. I was so busy with streams and stuff. Mm, gotcha. That's true. You so, do a lot more than I do, so that makes sense. I watch the draft thing. really quickly. So, <laughs> yeah, you. I. I missed the the second half of day three because I had to go to my cousin's wedding. That was the only part of it I didn't watch. You also, uh, I don't know, your YouTube channel's killing it, asshole. Yeah, shit, somehow. I don't know, is it the promoting it on TikTok that's getting it? I don't know. Maybe. My channel's like stagnated at 80 subs for like six months and I'm annoyed. Uh, Yeah, we get at least one to two every day. We're real close to 100. I need to, I don't know, I'm going to start pushing it on TikTok, I guess. I, I try to slip it in on TikTok as much as possible. And then I streamed the draft on there, and that brought in like 10 subs. 
Uh, technically, due to my Twitch contract, I am not allowed to stream on YouTube. You have a contract with Twitch. As an affiliate, everybody has a contract. You have ex they, you have an exclusivity deal, which Twitch is looking at getting rid of, which I'm hyped about. I'd love to be able to stream on Twitch and YouTube at the same time. I tried to stream on TikTok with the draft, and they kicked me off, and I still don't know why. I was apparently bullying somebody, but the only things I had said— Were you bullying the I, Jaguars for Trayvon Walker? I said I didn't think Walker was the right pick, That's and then bullying. I said— I said, uh, do you know who TFG is? That franchise guy on YouTube, uh, Marcus Whitman. I don't really know him, but I've like downloaded okay. his draft classes on Madden okay. before. Yeah, yeah. He's a big Packers fan. He's very anti-Brady, pro-Rodgers bias type thing. And I, some one of the guys in the in the chat who is a Packers fan brought it up, and I was like, I don't agree with him on that. Those were the only two negative things I said. That I didn't like his Rodgers takes, and I didn't like that Trayvon Walker went first overall on TikTok. was like, you have had enough. Wait, which, enough out of which you. Rodgers take do you not like? I gotta see him if I'm judging you. He thinks that he is a better quarterback than Brady, like overall. Like, he's greater than Brady. If we're not talking about a legacy standpoint, if we're talking about purely as a football player, he's no, right. he's talking like overall. Oh, no, Even, like, I'm talking about booted. just at I the understand. position. Pure talent, yes, pure absolutely. Talent, pure Rogers talent, Rogers is maybe the is best better. to ever live. Yes, so. yes. But he means like oh, in terms no. of greatness, which includes the legacy, he thinks Brady's overrated and Rogers is better. No, I've but always I separated it into two things. I think there's yeah, and the goat valid. and the boat. Like best of all time. No, the best of all time. Like Bortles. No, Rodgers is like the best at his position of all time. Yeah. But Brady's the GOAT. The greatness yeah. is just a different level. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if Rodgers wins the next two Super Bowls, you can you can maybe argue it. Maybe. It's not going to happen. It's no, not it gonna won't. Happen. I don't even think he wins the division this year, so tough. Rodgers, he's not wanting anything else anytime soon. He doesn't have any shot at it. It doesn't really feel like it, no. I don't know. I yeah, think he should just pull a Favre, come to Minnesota, win a Super Bowl day one. It's over the no, he, he should just the door. quit. He should just be done. Oh. I'm glad he came back, though, because here's my thing. I don't want Rodgers to retire until Justin Fields has beaten him once. Jesus. I need one win. I need one. It's like a passing of the torch moment, and then just let Justin Fields torch the NFC North for the rest of his career. That's what and I need. I just need one. I wanted it to be last year. I wanted it to be that that second game against Green Bay, where ironically Roger said he owned us because Fields came close. They were in it for just the first half. I don't know. I need the Vikings to stop splitting the series with them because. Uh... We need to win like five in a row against the Packers, so Aaron Rodgers yeah. doesn't have an above five hundred record against us. Yeah, we're we're not getting there, unfortunately. Yeah, since the Vikings are the only NFC North team to have ever beaten Matt Lafleur, I don't think you're getting there. Wait, I wow. Uh, when did Lafleur start? When did Lafleur start? Uh, no idea. Twenty nineteen. He went oh, okay. six so the, to start. The Lions. They, no, Dan Campbell finally beat him. Yeah. The end of last Fucking, year. Okay, that bothers me because the year before yep. uh, LaFleur came in, that's when the Bears won the division and clenched it against Green Bay. Yep. The back sack by Khalil Mack. Beautiful game. Oh, man. 
uh, back when I used to think Mitchell Trubisky was a serviceable quarterback. The only one that matters here anymore is uh, the Vikings-Packers. Rivalry-wise, the Bears-Packers almost doesn't matter anymore. It's just so lopsided currently. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's, it's a legacy thing. Right. In the last 10 years, thing. the real rivalry is Vikings-Packers. In the last Perfect. 10 years... The legacy is better for Bears Packers, but and now that the Bears have a real quarterback, that'll that'll change, thankfully. Fourth best quarterback. In the... No, I'm not even gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad at someone saying he's the fourth best quarterback Fifth in the division. Fifth best quarterback right now. in the division. Thank you. Kellen okay, Mond season. No. <laughs> fucking Kellen. No. Sean Mannion season. I'm not upset with someone saying Fields is number four in the division right now because he hasn't proven anything. I am because Jared Goff is ass. That's yeah, not even but Goff, true. Goff is mediocre. Yeah. Goff is mediocre. Cousins is mediocre. And um, Rodgers is Rodgers. Yeah. Fields is unproven. That's how I look at it. Yep. So yep. if you have Fields as QB4 in the NFC North, you're you're not wrong. I might put him over Goff, but I'm also right, you know, a fan. That's fair. I think. Yeah. Oh, so I'm gonna get into this soccer thing, and then we'll uh, we should probably wrap up. I just realized yeah, we've been going for thing. three hours. Fuck. Um, Jesus, we we just got lost in the words. Apparently, I gotta I gotta stop coming on here. I keep taking too much of your time. No, you're really not. I I enjoy it a ton. <laughs> You know, maybe instead of a podcast, though, I should just bring you on a Twitch stream one night. That stream will go by quick. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. What do you do in your Twitch streams? I, I unfortunately haven't had Depends a chance on the to catch day. I mean, play video games sometimes, sit around and bullshit sometimes. Okay. I mean, I just kind of do whatever feels right that day. Makes Leading sense. up to the draft, I spent like two hours every stream talking about prospects and... Valid. Doing mock drafts, Valid. and none of them were correct, but whatever. See, I'm I'm trying to spend, or I'm trying to to get more into doing shit on YouTube. Yeah, like I, I've tried to post little side videos, and I I have more planned. I have one I want to do. It's a uh, I, I wanted to do it before the draft, but I didn't get the time. It was it's a fictional mock draft, like taking the the 32 picks and assigning yeah. like a fictional football player to it because i looked there's not a youtube video on it there's articles but there's not a youtube video right so maybe i should change it now that the drafts actually happen because some of the picks kind of went along with what i thought teams would do see i'm no. planning to do one but on tiktok people have been asking me for a character's draft and i don't know it'd be interesting who do you think is the number one overall pick all time is for fictional characters? Um, I mean, it depends on who you have no, with the first pick. No, like, no it doesn't. You, you're just picking a guy. You're going best, best player available. Um, Is it Paul Crew? It's Paul Crew or Shane Falco. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the quarterbacks. No, it's Bobby Boucher. Do you want me to do you want me to read off some of these? Give you a little bit of a spoiler. God, I'm intrigued. Yeah, let's do it. So, just going with. Remember, this is pre-draft. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars go Vontae Mack. Okay. Lions go Bobby Boucher. 
Yeah. Because that is a fucking beautiful, beautiful fit. Dude, he's <laughs> biting some kneecaps, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Texans go Earl Wilkinson, the DB from the replacements. Okay. One who like got in trouble for stealing shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jets go Louis Lastic from Remember the Titans. Yep. Giants go Bud Light Kaminsky from the program. God damn it. Panthers get Shane Falco. Okay. Giants get uh, Shark LeVay from the program, who is literally just fucking Lawrence Taylor. Right. So him going to the Giants. Um, and the Falcons taking Willie Beeman because him in Atlanta would be perfection. Sure. Seahawks, I had, it was just the best quarterback I could find. Vince Howard from Friday Night Lights. Jets go Forrest Gump. Commanders get Billy Bob from Varsity Blues, and then the Vikings, you're going to be mad at this. Oh, God. I'm taking Hot Hands Hannon from Little Giants, just because fast receiver can't catch very Vikings. That's... Very Percy Harvin, Cordell Patterson-esque. Okay, that's not fair. Percy Harvin could catch. Percy Harvin was that dude yeah. until he got migraines every day. Well, okay, well, either way. Which is just I... interesting. I'm not going to lie, I kind of stole the hot hands thing from an article where, they were, where that was the criticism. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, Percy Harvin, I miss him. I have a Percy Harvin yeah. jersey somewhere. Valid. Yeah, I was big into Percy. I loved that guy. Oh, and I loved it because I, I hate, I despise the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know this. I, when the Seahawks played the Broncos in the Super Bowl... Percy Harvin was on the Seahawks. So I had a reason to root for the Seahawks. You should have heard me screaming (laughs) when he returned that kick. I was fucking. I forgot that even happened. Dude, I was going it. Everybody else there was a Broncos fan. They were all looking at me angry as fuck. And I was like, you know, doing the Jersey like bounce thing. I was like, fuck yeah, Percy, let's go. Oh, Sidney Rice was on that team, too. Yeah. Damn. Oh, man. Sidney Rice was the goat. Uh, And I was... Such a weird era of Vikings football. (laughs) (laughs) We had Brett Favre. I was in elementary school when that happened. I used to have the coolest Brett Favre jersey ever. It wasn't even a Brett Favre jersey, but it was like the left side of it was like a Packers away jersey. Yeah. Like directly in the middle was like the Jets green. Ooh. And then the right side was the Vikings. And it still had the number four on it. And then it was all three. And then I remembered later that he was also on the Falcons and it didn't have a Falcons piece, which was dumb. But I guess he never played the there, so that doesn't, that doesn't matter. I threw the whole thing away. But, yeah, it had the number four on it, but instead of saying Favre, it just said Gunslinger for some reason. That's dope. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved that jersey. That is awesome. <laughs> I think I've never it's had in a... a box somewhere. I've never had a funky jersey like that. I only have traditional jerseys. Like, my first three are uh, Erlacher, Cutler, and Peppers. My first three were Randy Moss, Adrian Peterson, and Jared Allen. All valid. I love Jared Allen when he was on the Bears that one year. And then number four was Percy Harvin. And then later I got gifted a Chris Carter jersey, which was pretty valid. 
and then Teddy was. Bridgewater, and that's where it ended. I've had two different Dick Butkus jerseys. Valid. I've had a Gale Sayers jersey. I've had three different Walter Payton jerseys. I still have one now. And then in my closet right now, I've got Payton. I've got two Trubiskys. I've got Fields. I've got Mac. I've got Komet. Got Kyle Long. God damn. How do you afford um, that? Over years of collecting. Hold on. I got to remember all these. I got a Bobby Boucher jersey, which I yeah, absolutely Yeah, but half love. of those jerseys are like players who have been on the team for a year. Yeah. Jeez. That's, who's this one? That's my other Trubisky one. I got another Erlacher one. Got Ditka. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm sitting in a struggle. Oh, that's not true. I've, I want. I've got, uh, I've got not in there but i've got montgomery and roquan smith too valid so i've got mac who's off the team montgomery's about to be off the team trubisky who's off the team a bunch of old players and then commit roquan and um fields oh and kyle long who's retired apparently now again not sorry i got distracted looking at something else you're good not what you were saying i'm not an asshole like that Mm -hmm. apparently lewis seen's gonna wear the number six at least right now if you want to buy a lewis scene jersey it's the number six i don't know if i want a scene jersey anymore bro the bears haven't released any of their players numbers and i'm super excited to see because jaquan brisker wore number one in college and obviously can't do that here right i don't know what he's gonna be doing 11 no that's darnell mooney isn't it yeah okay 111. Gordon, Give him. Gordon wore three, and he can't wear that because that's retired. Um, I need to buy a Justin Jefferson jersey. One. Can't wear one. Calvin Cook changed changed his jersey number. That's right. Yeah, but doesn't he have like a a real reason behind yeah, it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. His dad or something, brother? Something about his dad, because his brother also wears the number four as a tribute. Yeah. So I think he's going to wear number four in Buffalo as well. So I I don't know. The issue is, do I have to buy two Dalvin Cook jerseys now? Or just the number four jersey? I don't know. I don't know. You got to buy a Justin Jefferson jersey, obviously. I might buy a Kirk Cousins one just to set it on fire. Um. <laughs> No, that's that's Sorry. such a waste. I'm not a fan of doing. I don't like that. I've never understood I just, it. I just got a fucking blast from the past. I looked up uh, looked up Bears jersey numbers on Twitter to see if they tweeted out anything, and I got the fucking 2014 draft class sitting in front of me. Oh jeez. <laughs> Charles Leno, Kadeem Carey, David Fails, Kyle Fuller, Brock Vereen, Pat O'Donnell, or or uh. It's not Cortland Sutton. What's your name? Something Sutton. Caleb Cameron. I don't know. It's something with a C. Or 2019's rookies. Oh, man. I'm trying. Oh, God. The Vikings. Jersey number tweets. Okay, here's Oh my god, I forgot yeah. Trevor Semyon was on the Vikings. Was? That, oh yeah, in 2018, he was a backup. He wore the number three. Oh. Wow, okay, blast from the... 
Last from the yesterday. NFL jersey numbers on Twitter thinks that Kyler Gordon's going to wear six and Jaquan Brisker's going to wear nine. Nice. Ellis Jones wears 12. Trust. Okay, thank God. A running back with a number in the 30s is valid. Nah. I wonder when we're actually going to know, though. Man, what number did Andrew Booth wear in college? I think it... I don't know. Was it a single digit? It was 23. He okay. might be able to wear that. Yeah. That's valid. That's a valid number. I like it. Okay, what the fuck did Lewis Seen wear? Was it six, and that's why we're assuming he's going to wear six? I don't know. No, he wore 16. Ew. Yeah, that's worse. I think I'd rather him wear six. But also, like, I don't know. If Andrew Booth gets 23. Oh! Dude, they're fucking reading my mind. Oh, no. Chris just tweeted out a picture, and it's, um... Who played Knuckles in the Sonic movie? I can't remember his name. Idris Elba? Idris Elba. It's a, I love how that's where my mind went, first of all, for fucking Idris Elba. Right, what Sonic the fuck, movie. bro? <laughs> Second of all, right. it's a picture of him wearing a bear hat, and it says, I, heard, I got... Here, I want you to put the word out that we got the rookie jersey numbers. Holy shit, they're reading my... They're listening to the podcast. Don't you usually go live for these? I used to, but I'm not live now. Fuck, then they're tapping. They're tapping right? our Discord wires. They, they are might... listening. They might be. We might have to bullshit until they tweet them out. Honestly, might have yeah, to. I, I get it. I might stop the recording for a second and step outside, though. It's been fucking three hours. Uh, That's valid. That's valid. Might step out and come back. I'll edit it together later. Uh, <laughs> man, I want the Vikings to bring Everson Griffin back if he's actually going to play. Isn't he, like, crazy? No. another... He's the one I'm thinking yes. of that's, like, crazy. No, oh. he, he's had moments. He has some mental right. health things. Yeah, because wasn't he, like, in a hotel room with a gun hiding when there was no one coming out? No, that was him? in his and house. Like... Oh, it was at his house. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. I remember seeing that. But he's also the greatest Viking of all time, because while he wasn't on the Vikings, he tweeted out, that dude Cousins is ass. Yeah. And then I at, love ever seen ask the coaches how they feel about that dude. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Love him. Uh, oh, God. What the fuck is that? Oh, scrolling what? Through the comments on the, I'm scrolling through the comments on the Bears post, and someone just posted a picture of a, a Princess Leia hairstyle. Okay. Completely unrelated to the Bears, but okay. On Justin Field? Well, it's Star Wars Day, bro. May the 4th be with you. Isn't it? Holy shit, it's the fourth. Even realize. Yeah, there was a new Obi-Wan trailer today, man. Saw that. Yeah. Why did I not put two and two together? <laughs> Dude, I loved the ending to that trailer. The you oh can't God, hide yeah. from him forever thing and then mm -hmm. Vader's breathing. Oh, it was so good. Vader slowly being assembled in the trailer. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, chills. Oh, this Vikings receiver room absolutely goaded. Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Laquan Treadwell, Chad Beebe, Brandon Zilstra, and Aldrick Robinson. Best receiving Listen, room in the NFL. 
Speaking of Star Wars, check your Twitter DMs once. I just oh, sent no. you something. Oh no. He shared a tweet. Oh my god. I <laughs> Dude, yo, what hold Spot on. on. That's insane. Oh my god. Justin Herbert is Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, with Oh my god. He is going to Oh my god. He is gonna leave the Chargers and go somewhere yeah. fucked up. Yeah, who's the dark side? Uh, the first reply to the thing is Bill Belichick putting a hood up, so... Oh my god! Yes, Justin Herbert will retire a New England Patriot. Oh my god. That is perfect. It's not perfect, I hate it. That's my TikTok I'm making no, for today. The I'm other dark Star side, Wars though, could be Dallas. My god, Jerry Jones looks like Palpatine. Right? God, that's what I'm doing today. That's oh gonna be a God. TikTok. And I then you, you got to tell me which one you're making, because I'll make the other teams one. You know, if you're saying he should go to the Patriots, I'll make the Cowboys one. But yeah, I can I'll just the imagine all the Chargers fans, because mm -hmm. there's gonna be somebody who quotes it that you were the chosen one. If he goes <laughs> to the Patriots, it'll be too good. It was said yeah. that you would destroy Belichick, not join him. Not join him. Bring balance, balance to the, the AFC, AFC, not leaving in darkness. <laughs> I love this so much. That's too good, man. God, they do gotta... look so similar, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to. I want to go fucking extra and like do full on Star Wars comparisons with throughout the NFL. But I can't think of any other than Belichick and Palpatine, and apparently Herbert and Anakin. Well, it. Apparently, Brady, one of Brady's nicknames is listed as Darth Vader. So. Okay. Valid. Very valid. Mostly so Vader... Palpatine and Vader. All right, so if he's Vader, who's Luke Skywalker? Fucking Jimmy Garoppolo? Mac Jones. Mac Jones? <laughs> as, God, what is that guy's name on TikTok? The QB rooms guy that always has Mac Jones calling Brady dad. Um. Yeah, 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 I know who you're talking about. What the fuck is your name, bro? I'm sorry. I think it is just like the QB room. I think no, that's it. No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm scrolling now in my him. liked videos. I follow them. I don't know if I do. I'm um, very shitty about following people on TikTok. Really? Because if oh, I it's follow... Benchwarmer Brand. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shout, out, brand. shout out Benchwarmer Brand. Uh, so the... the uh, I don't know if it happens to everybody on TikTok, but when you follow somebody new, does your following page show up as only their old videos and you no longer see any new content coming out? Yeah, I hate that. So I just don't follow new people. I just like their videos oh. enough that they always show up on my For You page. So I, because I can't deal with not seeing actual new content. I don't want to see content from three years ago. Right. That happens to me, too. Like, this is a little bit of a low-key flex. I don't know if you saw my uh, my Nico. TikTok story, but Nico follows me on TikTok now. And now I get, like, access to his friends-only TikToks, which are mostly just, like, little dolphin-type videos, at least yep. the ones I've seen. And they're from, like, at the start of the off-season. Like, now they want to promote all of his videos to me, and they're all, like... yeah. Like you said, old videos. 
That's my that's my light flex for the day. Elite takes himself follows me on TikTok. I don't think and I he have will any crazy follows. I don't think I have any crazy yeah. follows like that. I have Nico and I have Kyle Long. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I gotta get I get both of them on my podcast at some point. Going into a different... oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, His rookie jersey numbers. Ew. Okay. Tyler Gordon's number six. Jaquan Brisker's number nine. Bayless Jones Jr. is number 12. Braxton Jones is 70. Dominique Robinson is 91. Zachary Thomas is 74. Tristan Ebner's 31. Doug Kramer, 68. Jatire Carter, 69. Nice. Elijah Hicks is 37. And punter Trenton Gill is 16. Hold on. What? I'll, I'll I don't, retweet I don't see your list. I'm on the Bears. Uh, the Bears Twitter. getting tweeted out. A Bears beat writer did. Oh, gotcha. Kevin Fishbane. He's a Bears beat writer. He just tweeted it out. Kevin Fishbane? Yeah. Dude, my Twitter is becoming so full of fucking Bears bullshit. <laughs> mine was Chargers for a while, and I don't know why. Well, mine's Bears because I keep talking to you about the fucking Bears. <laughs> Yeah. Tyler Gordon is six. That's gross. Brisker as nine is kind of gross. Oh, my God. So your defensive backs, your starters. Is Jalen J- Oh, he's 33. I thought he was 39. A third, Eddie Jackson was 39. Now he's right. four. So it's 33, four, six, and nine, and 25. That's gross. Or, yeah. No, I'm kind of rocking with the single-digit numbers to an extent. Elish Jones is 12. You gotta sign Odell and have number thirteen now. You can have eleven, twelve, and thirteen out there. Pringles were in thirteen. Oh well, there you go. Okay, so you Which need I'd to like... sign somebody who wears ten or fourteen. I think somebody's already wearing ten. I think they gave ten to somebody. Gross. All right, that's not bad. I wish. They... I don't like Brisker wearing nine. That just feels right. They, I, do... I don't know. Wore one, and I think he wore seven for a brief period in college, so nine's like the next. Yeah, Nasimba Webster wears number ten. Do you follow, like, Star Wars creators or, like, Marvel creators at all? Yeah, yeah. Darth Chaco follows me. I don't know who that is. We're friends on the TikToks. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's any big ones, man. Friends, I mean, you know, Miller Football. We, I follow him. He follows me too. It's, it's pretty lit. It's kind of cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, right. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Um, I'm trying to look at who my friends are. Oh man. Oh my God! I just looked at that wrong. I was I about shat a brick. I like, I like mixed them up because the person Oof. above Avril Lavigne's name is friends with me. I was, <laughs> oh, I was about to make the greatest TikTok video. <laughs> I've got, um, what's this guy's name? Real Coach Williams. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's like a DB's coach that's on TikTok. Okay. Follows me. This guy, I don't follow him back, but NFL Mike, who's like a big Chargers fan, okay. follows me. Connor Burns follows me. There you go. 
I don't have a lot of. I mean, I guess I got. You got Nico, uh, which is the big one. Yeah, Nico and Kyle Long. That one's also pretty big. Holy shit, these videos blew up out of nowhere. Ooh, gotta love videos that blow up out of nowhere. Oh my god, the video I did of the guy skateboarding kind of got more views than I expected it to. I posted a picture or a video of me just like pointing out a, a meme I saw and it was like Cooper Cup just torching the Bears defense and the comments aren't saying anything about the Bears defense. It's just Cooper Cup hype. There you go. So it was like I used it as, a, as an excuse and it was like, if you wonder why the Bears draft the defensive backs, here you go. And they were like, Cooper Cup is just that guy, unfortunately. True. True. I don't know. Oh. And then I made a video about a mock draft that was like one of those way too early marks mocks. Yeah. And I got what round fucking DeMarvin Leal was drafted in wrong, so everyone decided nice. to correct me. Well, because yeah. DeMarvin Leal is the GOAT, though. He was projected to be a top five pick, according to the mock I was talking about. Nice! Yeah, but I, I think I said he went in the fourth round, he went in the third. So... I'm stupid like that. Real... Alright, we, we've gotten through the thing we were stalling for, but we never got yeah. to soccer. Yeah, we never got to soccer. So, back to soccer, and then we'll wrap up here. Um, So, in my <laughs> age... Oh, go ahead. The Bears just claimed a receiver. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. That's fine. Chris Fink. Nice. Finky? What a name. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, Finky continue. Finky. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, the uh, so for my age group at least, I was one of the three best players in our area. Right. I, I I'm not gonna say I was the best because I don't know. I just know the top three of us were never allowed to be on the same team. Interesting. At all, because they allowed me and one of them to be on the same team once, and we never lost a game. Right. Um, uh, for some reason, the asthmatic kid could just run for ninety minutes. Don't know how that worked. But uh, like, in my freshman year of high school, I was like, I actually got recruiting letters from colleges, so that was dope. Mm -hmm. Like, I was a soccer player. Like, I was that guy in soccer. I don't know if I was that guy in any other sport, but I knew how to handle a soccer ball, man. <laughs> right. Your way around stuff. a ball. I knew, I knew my way around a ball. Absolutely. Um, I think nobody had ever figured out how to do it before, but, like, slide tackling to steal the ball was something that I figured out how to do and did it so often that they actually banned it in the league because they were afraid other kids were going to try it and hurt themselves. I pulled a fucking Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Got a whole last thing banned because he was too good. Yeah. It happened. One time. One time. <laughs> um, yeah. Soccer is the one sport where I was just a different breed. Valid. The fastest kid in our league once. I just remember this. I'm... Somebody has a video of it somewhere, but I don't know who. There was this kid who was undoubtedly the fastest kid in our league. And somehow, I like, I'm not fast. But there is a video of me beating him in a foot race to a ball. I don't know how it happened. 
damn. But Big Dude was moving. Right. It was good time. I think, if I remember right, it was just, like, snowing during that game. Mm. So uh, Big Dude wasn't as cold and was more able to move. That That's one. what I assume. It's one nice thing about being big. Well, it used to be. Now I'm just cold all the time. I don't know that about. But... So be careful of that. If you're usually warm, be careful. As you get older, it's always cold. Don't know what that's As about. As get older, you're like, what, three years older than me? That's fine. <laughs> As you get older, you're talking like you're a whole ass decade older than me. Trust me. In two years, when you're cold all the time, you're going to remember this, and you're going to go, damn, <laughs> Geek was right. Yeah. You're going to be How on your you Fox again? News show. Forget. 22. Okay, so I was right. Three years. Yeah. But you're going to be on your Fox Sports job, you know, talking to Colin Coward. Oh, God, don't say Fox. Don't Fox say Fox. Sports is way great. I, I'm a big Fox Sports guy. I don't want to be associated with Fox in any way, shape, or That's form. That's valid. Sports but also, not. I want to go on Skip and Shannon Undisputed. That's okay. I suppose that's valid. And I don't hate Colin Cowherd. He's a moron sometimes. But <laughs> I, as I've realized, everyone who is talking sports on TV is a moron. Sometimes. Well, they're just bullshitting for clicks at this point. That's what you it is. You kind of have to, right? Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Colin Cowherd, uh, he's fun to listen to sometimes. Hmm. So, I don't think you should be using him. I hate the people who just use, like, oh, well, Skip Bayless said this, so that's why I believe it. It's like, right. don't have an opinion unless you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. people are fucking again. Bring it back to the very beginning of this. People are fucking three stupid, hour yeah. long. Yeah, people are fucking we're, stupid. We're approaching three and a half. It's it's good time. This I think you're gonna have the no. You are not gonna have the record for longest episode. Episode it's 100, where I had every old guest on for a segment, was over oh. four hours. I think that's valid. But like in terms of a normal episode, that isn't like a big old special. Right. That one was special. And I just bricked Spotify trying to figure out what it was. For some reason, Spotify does not work on my computer. Every day when I boot up my computer, it'll work for like five minutes and then it'll just freeze and I got to restart the app every day. Interesting. I don't know why. And it's only Spotify that does it. Spotify should just get good. It really should. It's pretty garbage. I'm trying to look, though. I want to know... Are you even going to be in second place? I genuinely don't know. So, episode 100. The one where everyone returns, yes. Ooh, it is just under four hours. It is three hours, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds. Really kept it under that four-hour mark, you know? <laughs> That's hilarious. See, that's, I keep, it's not near this bad, but I keep getting out of hand with my fucking podcast episodes. They're all approaching two hours at this point, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't think it's either. I mean, it's a podcast, right? So people, right. that's the point. It's supposed to be long form. Mm -hmm. I think you can go overboard with it. This might be a little overboard, but. We got through talking with about what was important early, so I'm sure that's where people are going to start clicking off, except for, like, people who truly care or, like, Jedi watches every one of these He uh, because he listens to them while he's at work. So he might Valid. listen to the full thing because, you know. Valid. 
got to be distracted while you're working. Understandable. Yeah. As long as he's not like an EMT or some shit. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, two hours and 14 minutes there. That was the longest for a long time, I think. Um, Is this going to be the, only the second episode to break three hours? W. Might be. You want to just push on for another 40? I don't have time to push on for 40 minutes. Otherwise, I'd say you can just beat the record and you can have it. But <laughs> I, I don't, say, have, don't you have a stream to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> things to do pre-stream. Right. So, yeah. I don't think we're uh, doing that. Damn, you... Oh, this one. Oh, no, that's episode 100. All right. Episode 100 is the record holder. No other has gone over two and a half hours. What does he mean by that? You can't just be saying that. I can say whatever I want. What do you mean? No, uh, Jatira <laughs> Carter, who's wearing 69 for the Bears, Yeah. quote tweeted the Bears tweet about it and just said, I'm a nasty man. Hi, bro. <laughs> hey, at least it's not Ed, Eng- Ed Ingram saying that because we all. Yeah, yeah. You cannot be wearing the number 69 and calling yourself nasty. That's not okay. Yes, you can. Um, My new favorite also, player. Also, it just occurred to me that Gordon and Brisker together are 69. So yep. we have 69. We have a really nice secondary in Chicago. Oh my God, Jalen Johnson has to change his number to 20. You need 69420 <laughs> in your, oh in your TV room. It just has to happen. 69420, I like it. We can just get rid of Eddie Jackson and not have to worry about it. No! Now he has to stay! <laughs> no, we can get a different DB to our four. Someone who isn't a fucking joke. Eddie Jackson is the best safety in Bears history. I don't want to hear it. He's got Hall of Famers at safety. Name one. I'm trying to think if he's a Hall of Famer. Maybe he's not a Hall of Famer. He's just really fucking good. I don't okay. I don't think he's actually a Hall of Famer. I think he was just good. Thinking of uh first one that came to mind was Gary Fensick, but I don't think he actually made No, he definitely didn't make it. I'm off my rocker for that one. Yeah. Fensick, Mike Brown, Dave Dewerson, Doug Plank. None of them are Hall of Famers, but they were all extremely Eddie good. Eddie Jackson's better than all of them. Sorry. Eddie Jackson couldn't hold any of their fucking jock straps. He's better, I'm sorry. He would never hold their jock strap because he's better. They're holding his. Eddie Jackson couldn't start on the little giants. Okay. So am I wild for saying this? Because like if the in the draft hat videos, if the Bears pop up and there's no spot for a running back or a defense, I normally yeah. go Brandon Marshall. Is that a valid I mean, if pick? Not, if it's not running back, defense, or tight end, then yeah. Fair. fair. I always forget fair. about Ditka. I was Can you forget about, about Mike fucking Ditka? I don't know, but I do all the time. Literally Chicago God. Well, Jesus. Hallis is God. And Walter Payton's the Holy Spirit. I don't know. Peanut Tillman. Gotta be Peanut. Love Peanut. Love Peanut. Love Peanut. Dude was a fucking animal. He's the best corner the Bears have ever had. Didn't say much. It's not saying much. Chicago's never really had good corners. Nothing like him, uh, Benny McRae. Um, Prime, right. Prime Fuller was good. 
Here's the, that's the thing. Chicago's never had great secondaries, but their front sevens are always insane. That's just the Chicago way. They're always going to have at least one linebacker that's at the top of the league. Always. It does kind of feel like that, yeah. A linebacker or a defensive lineman. I suppose before we got Roquan, we had like Akeem Hicks, who was the best tackle, or one of the best nose tackles in football for a couple years. Still a free agent, by the way. And I kind of hope Chicago brings back on a cheap deal. I know Minnesota can't, but I'd love to see it. Just have the dirtiest front seven of all time. If he can stay healthy. We wouldn't even... He wouldn't play enough for it to matter. I guess if you're just going for it on paper, yeah. I suppose. The, okay. the, the Vikings all-time roster is interesting. I'm going through and looking at stuff. There's all-time roster. I Gotta was just looking at it. Ever. It wasn't. No, they like went position by position mm-hmm. on the one I was looking at. Dude, those weapons. So you got Fran Tarkenton for the Vikings. But then mm-hmm. for weapons, you got Adrian Peterson as his running back, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, and Anthony Carter. Wow. All right. That's not the guy I thought they would go with. But I like Their receiver room blows all time. It's like Brandon Marshall, yep. Devin Hester. Yep. Do you even want to put Hester there? I guess you could, like, hypothetically use him as, like, a slot. I don't know. It would suck. Yeah. Who am I missing? I'm missing Well, I mean, head. think about the Vikings. The Vikings receiver room, they're like backups. Backups would be better than the Bears starters. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. That, like, no, really I want to look at the I defense. Guess. Curtis Conway. God. Johnny Morris, that's who I was thinking of. Oh that's the God. old head I was thinking of. The fact that on this all-time team, Jared Allen and Jim Marshall are not considered good enough to be starters. Should tell you what you need to know about Vikings defensive ends. Yeah. You got Dolman and Carl Eller. Then you got Allen, Jim Marshall. Um, Oh, my God. Brian Robinson. No. Robeson. They have his name spelled wrong. There is no N in his name. It is Robeson. Okay. Okay, this is this is interesting. So I found this article from CBS, and it's an all-time 53-man roster for Chicago. Yeah. And they have a couple, like, uh, things to say before it starts. So Jay Cutler and Olin Krutz don't get put on because they say it was either three quarterbacks or one less linebacker, so that's valid. Um, Dave Dewerson over Eddie Jackson, valid. And no William Perry. Really? Just wow. valid. William, listen, I love the fridge. Crazy overrated crazy overrated he oh. was good he's not I, i'm not even blowing you the, sorry yeah but he he's good but he's not even close to the best like defensive tackle chicago's ever had okay, when the fuck was this article written because that is dumb i'm sorry they don't have harrison smith as the vikings second all-time safety i mean paul kraus is obviously number one obviously mm-hmm. But they have Joey Browner over Harrison Smith. Respectfully, I don't even know who that is. Right. And I'm sorry, <laughs> Harrison Smith is one of the top three safeties of his generation. Fuck it. Yeah. Right. I'm so annoyed. I saw somebody post, like, 
is Harrison Smith a Hall of Famer? And the people saying he wouldn't even be Hall of Really Good. Like, oh that God. is just because he didn't have the swag factor of, like, Paul Amalu or Ed Reed. No, listen, Harrison Smith has a different type of swag to him. I mean, like, you it's just a different type. You don't get about... called the best def- defender Aaron Rodgers has ever gone against without being that dude. I don't get a nickname like the Hitman without right. being that dude. I mean, look, stat-wise, he's better than Paul Amalu. And other than in interceptions, he's close with Ed Reed. Ed Reed was just a different animal when it came to interceptions. Nobody's really close. Also a completely different type of safety. Right. But I just mean, like, Troy Polamalu's a valid, like, comparison. Yeah. Hitman's better. He's close. Technically, stats-wise, he's better. You can say whatever you want outside of that. Yeah. But I think... Palomalu, his brand is the reason people guarantee that he's better. That's how it tends to be. That's just how it tends to be. Harrison Smith just isn't the, like, he doesn't have, he's not flashy. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks about Harrison Smith. There's a certain swagger to a player like that who's quiet and just kind of gets the job done. Right. Kind of like we were talking about earlier with, um, Keekly. Yep. That dude just did his job right. He was fucking yep. good at it. You don't need to be Richard Sherman or Deion Sanders to be good. Right. Personality-wise. I don't get what's up with the disrespect for Harrison Smith. I don't know who's Cheerios I love Harrison in, Smith. <laughs> but, like, fuck. Because and he just... didn't place on their Cheerios. He took a step forward and shit at him. Apparently, dude. Oh, man. Damn. Like... Oh my god, I forgot. He has had Defensive Player of the Year votes. Yeah. I totally forgot about that, which is also wild. Oh. Jason Smith, he's a dog. He fin- In 2017, he finished fourth in Depoy. Behind Damn. Aaron Donald in his, I think that... Oh, that was the weird year Aaron Donald had no reason to win it. Because he had like 11 sacks. Yeah. Only played in 14 games. Oh, Xavier Rhodes finished fifth that year in <laughs> deploy oh, voting. Xavier Rhodes was that guy for a minute, man. He was, but that's just looking back on it. It's, it's weird so to think weird. about. Dude, the roads were closed in Minnesota. I loved that. That nickname was just fun. Roads closed. Yeah. Uh, Did so- you see- Listen, it's not quite as fun, but did you see the TikTok I made about the, the nickname that I'm trying to push for the Bears secondary? Oh, what's that? So, Kyler Gordon and Jalen Johnson are Commissioner Gordon and the Jailer. Oh, yeah. And then, Love that. Yeah. Commissioner and then Eddie Gordon Jackson's the there. The Joker. Eddie Jackson, the Joker. Don't call <laughs> him the Joker. He's like fucking Condiment King. And that's no, being nice. he's Lord Deathman. He's Batman's greatest nemesis. Oh my god. I hate That's perfect. Do you know who the Panda Red is on TikTok? Yeah, I follow him. I love him. His Lord Deathman skits are good. I still can't believe that's an actual character. I refuse to accept it. I'm sorry. It's a real character? Yeah. I thought that was a bit he did. No, that is all actual shit. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Okay. I believe. Interesting. Lord Deathman. Interesting. Yeah, he does exist. He is Batman's greatest nemesis. Interesting. Okay. When you Google him, it does say Lord Deathman, also known as Deathman, is a Gotham City gangster skilled at yoga. Oh my god. All of it's real. Panda's not lying. He's ripping this shit straight out of the comics. It's just awful. I thought it was just an elaborate bit he came up with, and I thought that was extremely impressive because it's funny as shit. No, it's it's real. Interesting. Oh, hmm. He's Batman's greatest nemesis. <laughs> so, Commissioner Gordon and the Jailer. I love that. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the so in 2016, I guess it was. I don't know if I told you this, but I went to maybe the craziest Vikings game ever, like for a regular season game. Which one was it? The 2016 Vikings-Cardinals game. I don't remember that. Um, so, Cardinals, I can't spell. <laughs> so, the Vikings won 30-24. to 24. Okay. So, that's good. Sam Bradford was our quarterback, just to give you W the, the, the era. Good old Sammy B. Yeah. I did get to see Larry Fitzgerald play. That's always good stuff. That is cool. Got to see a great catch, a great touchdown catch by Adam Thielen. It was gorgeous. I might try to find Thanks. the play and send it to you. But Thanks. then we got the 100-yard pick six from Xavier Rhodes. <laughs> the... 104-yard kick return touchdown from Cordero Patterson. For Chicago like, Bear. He's a former Viking. Fuck the Bears. <laughs> for Chicago Bear, Cordero Patterson. Former Minnesota Viking. He leaves the Bears off his resume. He's embarrassed about it. He loved the Bears. I wouldn't have. If Matt Nagy was did. smart, he could have been the guy he is in Atlanta right now in Chicago. Matt Nagy ran a middle school offense, so... Cordero Patterson is apparently the greatest player to ever exist. Dude's just a different beast. Oh my god, am I seeing this right? What? Wide receiver the Bears picked up from the Chiefs is a white boy with speed. Oh no. Oh my god, I'm about to... This guy is the second coming. I'm calling it here first. Second coming of who? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup 2.0. You wanna... You wanna... You wanna feel weird? Um, I was watching a video last night. I think I found the highlights for this game, so I'm going to DM them to you so you can watch them later. I got to see this in person in Minnesota in their new stadium the year it opened. It was a whole experience. But, uh, yeah, here's that. No, So I was watching a video last night that Theo Ash did with somebody, the people who, like, do guessing games and stuff about players. Okay. I can't remember what they're called. I'm seeing if I can find it, but who knows? My liked videos are such a mess. I also don't remember like what year it was when I liked the video. Uh, hey. Um, yeah, NFL Oddman Out, the nerd sesh guys. So it was Oddman Out, and it. Oh my god! It won't let me fast forward because TikTok is stupid. There we go. Um, son of a bitch, TikTok. 
I hate TikTok sometimes. They need to fix their UI a little bit. Yeah. The UI is uh, broken. Where is it? It's got to be this video. Because it wasn't in the other two. Um, yeah. Who has never won a Super Bowl? Right? And mm -hmm. the five options were Jermaine Curse, LaShawn McCoy, BJ Raji, Wes Welker, and Ray Rice. Which one of those guys has never won a Super Bowl? Say it again. Jermaine Curse, LaShawn okay. McCoy, Wes Welker, okay. Ray Rice, okay. BJ Raji. Okay, it's not Raji and it's not Welker and it's not or no, hold on, hold on. It's not Raji. It's not uh uh shit, McCoy. It's definitely not them. Ray Rice was on that Ravens team that won the Super Bowl. Is it Wes Welker? Like I feel like that that's that's the point here. Is it Wes Welker? Yeah. That crazy. feels so dude spent his entire career with Brady and Manning and never got a ring. I know, that's insane. That just Whoa. And he still doesn't even have one as a coach because he was the wide receivers coach for the 49ers when they lost. Dude's just down horrendous. It's tough. It's tough go. All right, we are over three and a half hours. I'm going to say we should call it. Jesus. We can talk forever, uh, apparently. Oh, no. One one sec. I just, I yeah. just want to leave you off on this. I told you about that Trayvon Diggs video I posted. Yeah. Get more traction today for some reason. Yeah. But he just commented on that video. They've been in the league for two years. Why are we judging them? That's how the NFL works. Yeah, I literally replied, that's football. That's and I'm sorry, fucking dumb. Normally after two years, you know. Unless exactly. it's Cordero Patterson, where you know <laughs> they're good at something, but somehow eight years in, they just become that guy. Yeah. Which proves, again, that systems do matter. Doesn't matter who you are. The Vikings and Bears and Patriots and Raiders just never used them right. Mm -hmm. This is another thing I love. I just got a comment from a guy telling me the Bears are poverty, and his username is user 797-862807-5721. Yeah. With nothing on his profile. He clearly knows ball clearly knows way more clearly. than we could ever dream of clearly clearly <laughs> clearly dude uh, i've been getting so many the hot takes videos are a problem because you yeah. get people trying to tell me joe mixon is better than dalvin cook or that justin jefferson is not a top five receiver right it's like you know i get it but then he tries to tell me Jamar Chase is top five. And it's like, what? No. You can't say JJ's too young, but then say Jamar gets in. Right. Justin's been better than Jamar has been. That's not how this works. I don't like yeah. it. And I have nothing against Jamar Chase. I love the guy. But I like, just don't like putting first-year players in my top ten for anything. And no. There's very rare I find an exception. Creed Humphrey's an exception. Creed Humphrey's an exception. He's like a Micah very Parsons might be an exception. Yeah. 
I can get behind Micah too. Micah and Creed Humphrey are like the only exceptions, but especially with how talented the wide receivers in the NFL are right now, I'm not putting Jamar Chase top 10 until he can, sure. not top 10, top five until he can replicate the season he right. had or at least come close. JJ's done it twice, so it's exactly. like, okay, J- he's there. Done. Jefferson has an argument for top two receiver in the NFL, right. period. I, I put him at two, but I'm also biased and I acknowledge that. I put him in my top three. I, it's I him playing top right now, I think. That's valid. That's valid. See, I acknowledge that I'm biased, but I also say that Tay is a top one receiver. So it's like, I don't know. I try not to be shitty about it, but when it comes to certain moments, it's like, like my list of having Adrian Peterson as the best running back of all time. It's like, I know that's bias and I don't care. But I don't know. I'm also weird. I refuse to believe Emmett Smith's a top 10 running back all time. I think Emmett Smith's overrated, but I'll throw him in the top 10 just so I don't get I people I, trying I like to fight to get me over it. Riled up. Oh, and I fight him over it all the time. I've come to the conclusion. I came to this recently with the, the ironically, Valus Jones Jr. is what came to, got me to come to this conclusion. Huh. I need to stop fighting with people in my TikTok comments. See, no, you don't. You want to fight them I, because it gets you more views. It does, but it's so fucking time-consuming and draining because oh, I'll yeah. be having the same argument with five people at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to just pick. Like, I need to pick one guy to yeah. fuck with yeah. and then leave it at that. I can't be doing five different people at once. If, there, if somebody's argument is different, you can jump to another person. But if it's yeah. the same conversation, you got to just bow out and argue with one guy. I have, yeah, I've argued with so many people over the fact that he's 25 years old over the past couple of days. It's fucking crazy. Well, dude, the dude's like six years older than Justin Jefferson, so that's tough. Listen, he's a third round pick. Right. But it's a third round care. pick. It's not. No, listen, he was the first it. receiver you picked. He's supposed to be Justin Jefferson. Oh, apologies. Yeah, it, we didn't take him in the fucking top ten. He's a third round pick. Right. At that point, you're banking on, you're banking on traits, and he has the traits that Chicago wants. Right. They, I made a video about this. They were a bottom three team in separation last year with their receivers. Valus Jones Jr. is probably the best separator in this entire class, and it, you can see the numbers to back that up. It's between him and Jamison Williams, and Justin Fields really liked Jones. Him and uh, him and Poles watched tape on him, and he was like, "Listen, this is a guy I like. I want him on my team." So they went out, got a guy that probably wouldn't have been there later on because by the time they picked again, it, it would have been the fifth round. And the Baltimore Ravens have a lot of guys that have like worked with him already on their staff. Right. And that was a team that was very liable to look at receiver. They took him then because they needed to. They found something they wanted and they went out and got it. And I don't understand why people can't wrap their head around That's it. That's the thing oh, I also say about the draft, though know better than we do who the well, fuck are we to judge well, that's not what i'm gonna say i'm gonna judge teams but also well, yeah. i stick with the if you are a team and you find a guy you like you do not wait and oh i like yeah. the lions with jamison williams you don't hope he falls go get your dude yeah yeah if you like a guy go get him you do not just wait and hope that's why the vikings yeah. traded up for andrew booth it was only like yeah. four picks or something like that the Bears but we wanted to make sure. Well, that's dumb. But but again, they're trying to trade into that pick. They, apparently, they found their guy. Yeah. You go get him. If he doesn't mm. turn out, he doesn't turn out. Mm. But I'd much but rather they're... fail with my guy than fail with second option guy. Right. Right. 
why if I'm a GM, a, a GM going to a new team and the quarterback's not a top 10 guy, you get rid of him. Fail with your own dude. Do not fail mm-hmm. with somebody else's dude. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Uh, a lot of Bears fans are in for a rude fucking awakening because if guys don't step up year one, they're out. Right. Cole Komet, Eddie Jackson. Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, I, really I think does. they'll give him more than a year. I think they'll give him more than a year. Depends. I, I think there's ways. As long as he bad, doesn't take yeah. steps backwards, that's they'll fair. give him more than a year. I think so. He would have to regress hard from where he already was for them to give up on him. Sure. Because they've made it clear that. 2022-2023 is a development year. Yep. We're not going to be competitive. So the entire point of this season is just see what you have. Let yeah. guys yeah. develop. You know, Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, uh, the DBs, Cole Komet, all these young guys. Give them another year to work together. Let them build some chemistry. Let them build chemistry with the coaching staff. Uh, hopefully take a step forward now that they're not being held back by the fucking middle school head coach. And <laughs> yeah. See what you have there. And I, I like I said, I think they'll be fine with Fields because I don't think he's going to take that big of a step back. But if Cole Komet, who I love, doesn't take a step forward, he's going to get replaced. Yep. If Darnell Mooney somehow takes a step back, he's gone. David Montgomery's probably gone regardless because he's so. on a contract year. If Eddie Jackson plays the way he's been playing, he's gone. No, he's, he's a Bears lifer. Sorry. The only guys that are safe on this team right now are Justin Fields. And again, that's just assuming that he takes that step forward. Sure. But Justin Fields, Roquan Smith, and the rookies. Anyone else, they can go out in a heartbeat. I don't know. Maybe Roquan isn't safe. You haven't paid him yet. There's a chance yeah. you don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to they're gonna get rid of Roquan. I don't think that's going to happen. It depends. I don't know much about polls personally, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he's one of those analytics-driven guys, linebackers don't matter. Like, they're the least valuable position. So, if he's one of those guys, Roquan could be gone. I don't think he is an analytics-driven guy. I don't don't think he is. I'm not not trying to speak from... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. I know. But I'm saying, from what I understand, I don't think he is. So, I don't think we have to worry about that. I think... Like, at least from the moves he's made so far... He just seems like a guy that's banking. He likes athletes. That's yeah. kind of like his thing. And Roquan Smith is one of the most athletic linebackers in football. Yeah. So I also hate I can't the imagine value thing. It's awful. Dude, if you're good, you're good. Right. I would rather have somebody who balls out at a le- less valuable position than have mm-hmm. somebody who is mediocre or bad. But the position's more valuable. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. Fuck linebackers being not valuable. They are valuable. They are absolutely valuable. Linebackers run your fucking defense. Eh, not always. Maybe maybe I'm old school. Maybe I'm too old school, but linebackers are your defense. The issue is now with it being more of a passing league, they don't really. Linebackers almost don't matter anymore. Unless you find the linebackers real good in coverage. TJ Watt a linebacker because, well... You know, uh, four three, he's a, or in a three four, he's an edge rusher, which makes him an outside linebacker. It's like, but he's not though. I'm talking about straight up off ball linebackers. If you've got guys that are athletic and can defend the pass, they matter a lot. Eric Kendricks or uh, Roquan Smith, guys like that. Sure, are important. They're important. The traditional linebacker, not so much. You know, your Ray Lewis's, your run support type guys, right? Not quite as much. But if you have an athletic linebacker who's good against the pass, That's- that. That's why Leo Chanel fell. 
Yeah. Is because he doesn't do coverage. He's the run support guy, and nobody wants that anymore. Yeah. So Kansas City's got a weird like linebacker by committee thing going on. So Kansas City's just weird. I don't know. Works. Pay Justin Reed instead of Tyron Matthew. That's a weird one to me. I don't know. Especially when the only reason your defense even was competent last year was because the Honey Badger existed. So I don't. I'm really low on the Chiefs this year. And yeah, I feel like, especially in their division, they kind of made lateral moves while everyone else went forward. Right. And as much as I love Patty Mahomes, in that division, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you can still say, the Packers got worse this offseason. But you can still, even with Minnesota's roster being so much better, you can still go, well, I don't know, they have Aaron Rodgers, so... Yeah, but for the Chiefs, that doesn't matter. Every team in the AFC has Patty Mahomes, apparently, or yeah. a guy close, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm not. The Chiefs draft really helped them, though. But, oh yeah, the Chiefs did great. Fucking right. Carlaftis at the end of the first round was incredible. Even if we're gonna stay and talk, I'm wrapping up this show. All right, I didn't. I didn't mean to keep the going like that. No, you're good, man. You're good. Right. I hope you all enjoyed the nearly four-hour episode. Uh, any final thoughts? Ten words? No. <laughs> Ten words or less? <laughs> no. Good. Any final thoughts to share? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. If you're not already, make sure to check out my podcast here on YouTube, known as the Hot and Cold Podcast Sports and More. We got weekly episodes. We talk about sports and more, obviously. Kind of, kind of like what Geek's got going on over here. We talk about a little bit of everything. And if you're not already, follow me on TikTok at MillerFootball underscore. Same on Twitter. Do a lot of football and whatnot over there, as the name implies. So, if you're not already, definitely go check it out. Yeah, it's right here. For your TikTok and your Twitter. I got oh, it yeah. up on the banner. So look at look there, at you that. there you go. There you go. Look at us doing great things. Yeah, look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thought? All right. Thought. Well, I appreciate you being on. I think that's going to do it for us. So thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.